everyone. Welcome back to the show. Um, this one's a little odd because we recorded the first half of the show back about a year ago in April, and we haven't uh, been able to record one or the continuation until now. And unfortunately, my audio setup's a little different. So if you notice, the sounds kind of cut off, or not cut off, but just sounds way different. Okay, anyway, that's why. It's a different audio setup. But um, if you notice at the end of the first segment, uh, I kind of lo lose the connection with Ken because we were on Skype and because my Skype credits ran out. <laughs> so we planned on doing the continuation, but we just never got around to it. So we finally did. So that's why when the first segment cuts off, it's just like it just ends abruptly. And then we'll go into a commercial and then we'll, it continues with the show we recorded last night. So that's why it sounds kind of weird. And yeah. All right. So enjoy. Next, bimbos behind bars. Times are tough for these trashy teens who sit on their tattoos. Leather studs and soap suds keep reform school girls on their toes. Next. screw off on a Friday, but I had to work <laughs> it's Friday and I had, to, I couldn't even jump on the internet like I used to usually like to do. Hmm. You, can't just, you can't just sneak Friday, off to the bathroom. Friday. Huh? You can't just sneak off to the bathroom and watch it on your phone. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, it, it's not a matter of sneaking off. I mean, I can sneak off. I have my own office. And I mean, no one comes to my office. Whoa, you get your own office? I almost had my own office one time. I had to share it with another yeah. guy, but well, I share it with my uh, supervisor. Actually, it's a it's a double office. Just the two of us in there. <laughs> you share in, our, in our toolbox. You get share it's a maintenance office. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. I'm not just trying to ask you some stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, what what's the topic? I can't remember what we're talking about. We're we going to talk about weekly. World? Well, I thought I thought we were just doing those two movies. Okay. And then maybe we talked about some poster ideas or art or something we like, yeah. Okay. Um, I can talk about some comics I've been collecting recently. 
Do you want to, okay. have you, have you been to any like weird shops or anything? Have you picked up anything lately? Besides Not that really. Japanese uh-uh. No, I, I, I've been, you know, I think my latest wanderings, I went to a couple thrift stores. Oh, I did go and see a bunch of junk that was over at this store uh, called the M37 eBay store. And that's because M37 is the name of a highway out here. And uh, this this guy, he, he he's like one of those eBay stores that they sell stuff for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they're online. They still got those things? It, nice. Yeah, they, they, they got one of those out here. Because I thought, well, you know, I could get rid of a bunch of crap. <laughs> with, all the, with all the hillbillies? Hey, I need somebody to help me with eBay. But the way it works is that they keep 30% of whatever you make, whatever your item sells for. And then... And then five, they charge $5 on top of that for per item. So right away, Damn, anything man. you have has to be more than $5 because you're, you're, you're paying them $5 right off the top yeah. for each list. I mean, so it's like it's not like you're going to sell something for $0.99, cents, some, you know, little cheap-ass book or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you're going to have to pay $5 to sell that $0.99 cent item. And then they're still going to get thirty percent of that ninety-nine cents. <laughs> yeah, you know, so that's their business model. eBay is eBay does that too, though. Like they charge you again after like you they take the percentage, but then like they charge you like another twenty bucks at the end of the month because of. Oh right, so they're they're incurring whatever fees they and they must get some bulk discounts probably through eBay because yeah they bullshit and sell a bunch of bullshit for people. That's why I don't sell it. It's always for people who are too busy and lazy or lazy. Yeah, it's what. I, it's what put I their just... own shit up on, on eBay. You know, it takes a lot of time. I, I swear I spent 20 to 25 minutes for each listing I ever put together, you know, on eBay. <laughs> Ooh, man. At Speed least, run. At least a half an hour for it. I mean, to write them up, to, you know, take pictures, load them. Load the gifts. Write the description. You know, just filling out all the, all the bullshit to post stuff on eBay. You sell you sold stuff on eBay, right? Yes, and it fucking sucked. It was yeah. a nightmare every time. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I mean I remember those stores. I mean that was a uh, prominent in that movie, um, Forty Year Old Virgin, Vir- Virgin. Yeah. Cause, was like, it? I don't. I, yeah, because like, that movie, I don't remember the. Yeah, his like love interest was a chick that ran a store that sold. Oh. She did eBay shit for people. That's how he yeah. sold all his action figures. And he's like, I'm not a virgin uh, anymore. <laughs> I don't know what is that voice. Cause I'm talk- I, I didn't know that it's virginity that makes you retain your action figures. <laughs> yeah, so they say. Huh, I didn't, I, now I'm a virgin. That's cool. <laughs> I'm born again. <laughs> Born again virgin. Found the loophole. <laughs> All right, I need to find your song clip really quick. Uh, what year did I give that to you? I started calling you Loon Check Fringe in 2021. I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Is that, what, is that when you made the, the, the file, the wave file, whatever you uh, uh-huh. It's dated. It's here somewhere. Let's see. I think it's in the summerish August. Let's try that. Yep, found it. Lunatic Fringe Ken. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you you ready to start the show? Actually, here, let me load up. I have sound clips from Hard Bodies. 
because I reviewed this like years ago because it's one of my favorite oh, movies. Okay, cool. But um, I mean, I'll, I'll load them up. I mean, it's just you can't hear them. That sucks. I don't know. Um, maybe next time I'll try to have like um, next time we do a show, I'll have Nick over, and we'll just maybe yeah. maybe I can actually um, log into the retro 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 um, uh, 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 Facebook. Because it still says like I get notifications and shit. I don't, I don't know. I don't have access to it. I'm sure if like I use my old password, it might work. I don't know. Oh, any fucking way. Um, what am I looking yeah, for? you know, I don't load my shows up for Shockwaves and Shrunken Heads on the uh, on Mixcloud anymore because they charge money. Now, now you have to be a paid <clears throat> DJ. You got to use their service. Yeah, isn't that you bullshit? know, you should be free to be a creator. Yeah, they took your shit, didn't they? Now they only well no now they only allow you to have I think like ten shows. Oh, uh, and I already have you know like seventy shows. So they 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 allow that they don't take down any of your shows. But now I can't add any new shows unless I pay the fee. Huh? Maybe we need to switch pay, over you know, to unless I'm a subscriber. Maybe we need to switch over to Podbean, boy. Hey, you can right. just... Well, you know, my shows are at archive. It's not like I care that much about that one service. It's just that I I started off on Mixcloud very early. Okay, fine. Shit. I'm trying to give you a solution. You're like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know well, shit, Ray. You, you know, know shit about dick. I'm not going to pay money to create a fun little show. It's just a hobby for me, you know? Like, I'm not making money on the show. I'm just promoting stuff for free. They want me to. They want you to go more commercial and have to pay money for this shit. Man, you make it sound so. <laughs> I don't know. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what we're saying. I, um. I mean, I, I I did it as a fun socialist cause. Socialist. <laughs> socialist. Socialist because I'm you know just doing it for free. I'm doing it fun, fun and art. Retro video. What am I looking for? Master list, okay. Need the movie review sounds. Let's see. Movie review. There we go. All right. Okay, let's see if it works. Ah, shit. Yeah, not yet. All right, you ready to start? I thought we started. Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, I, I guess we can kind of use that. I, I've been testing, so... I was gonna just put oh. this at the end of the show because I usually put like bloopers and shit or like our little mm-hmm. test things. But anyway, um, oh yeah, so what we're talking about? <laughs> we're talking about the the uh, the topic. Which topic? <laughs> the topic. <laughs> the topic of the show, damn. The it. movie. You want to go into the movie, or you no. want to talk about? No, all right. So I mentioned that I got a few comics lately, so I'm going to talk about that artwork, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So what what'd you get? You, so you picked up some comics recently. All right. Let me introduce us first. <laughs> Hello, yep. one. Welcome back to Retro Retro Retro. I'm your host, Raven J. And tonight. Uh, a returning Ken Gage. That's me. I'm here. You'll, you'll have to talk so I know. <laughs> I'm, you know. 
All right, I'm back. <laughs> that that does things back, yeah. I know. Like, yeah, like I said, I'll try to. Uh, what if I nah? Oh, like, it's okay. As, yeah. as long as every time you play some a sample, you immediately talk after it and say <laughs> what, what the sample was, or say okay, and what or you, whatever. Yeah. And I'll be like, and listeners, what you just heard. Let me re, let me reinstate everything. <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me reiterate everything Tell you that what you just heard and their voices and how exactly. You feel and think about it. All right, so um, tonight's just me and Ken, and I'm not sure what the topic is. <laughs> I wanted to talk about, oh, yeah, you said movie posters because um, Nick and well, I. Well, because I wasn't on your show when you did movie posters, so I thought, oh, that's easy because I, I think I've thought about some movie posters, but Absolutely. who knows? I, I mean, mm-hmm. We've talked about some before, but. Yeah, let's do it anyways. Cause, um, yeah, so I'm, anyway, I, maybe I'm regurgitating shit I already said in a previous show. Well, I kind of want to retread some of it because um, I was listening back and I was like, wait a minute, I, I kind of want to mention more about it. So kind of works. Oh, so, okay. Um, so off the bat, like I, the way we uh, most of the posters we mentioned were like posters of movies we loved. <laughs> I mean, it was it was almost well, I like think the show we did was, was specifically <laughs> movie posters, but it doesn't have to be movie posters. It could be any posters, I think you were saying for this show. Yeah, yeah. Just posters we owned and liked, and yeah. But that's what I was going with. Is like, it's like something that you. I mean, I guess it's. I don't know. It's it's it was so like. Uh, dang, I can't even think of the words. Two on the nose of like like everything we liked. It's like every movie that we talk about is like, oh, we like that poster. We like that poster. It's like people could have probably fucking predicted everything we were gonna say. So I guess oh, yeah, that's right. kind of what I'm getting at. But some of the stuff I wanted to mention about the Nightmare on Elm Street posters um, that Nick uh-huh. Nick mentioned the first one because it had like a like the a bone glove, almost like um, the new Nightmare kind of glove, mm-hmm. which I've always hated. I don't know. Have you? Are you a fan of New Nightmare, Ken? The new Nightmare? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, the one where you... I don't even know if I've seen them all. Yeah, that was the one where it was like from '94. 95 maybe where uh Wes Craven is it was like right before Scream and he oh, wa- okay. he was um making Freddy come into the real world so like all the real actors were in the movie and then Freddy was in oh. it too it it was dumb. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the thing about it like I know a lot of people love it like I've almost everyone I ever hear talk about loves it and they always like commend the glove the new glove and I'm like I absolutely hated it. I thought Freddy looked like shit. It looked so mm-hmm. hokey and dumb, and it wasn't needed. Mm-hmm. I think, like, Wes Craven was just stroking his ego. He was like, I want to make something real. And then he just did it right. with Scream. And anyway, fuck it. But <laughs> So, like, the posters, um, they all kind of, like, there were, like, the main posters, but then I think there were, like, um, alternate poster posters, but I think each one of them had that same design or that same artist did a rendition of each movie. I could be wrong, huh. but they were all really cool. So I just want to mention that. What the fuck? Tubi. All right. So one thing I don't like about Tubi, sorry, uh-huh. I'll, I'll let you talk in a second. Is if, oh, you, okay. if you leave your, um, like cursor over something for too long, it'll start playing it. 
So oh, like, yeah. Like, so I'll be just sitting here, and all of a sudden, fucking Gilligan's Island starts playing. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch Gilligan. Fuck you, Toby. You don't know me at all. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because I've actually had Gilligan's Island play on my Tubi feed before, and I don't know why. Maybe because I looked for one episode once or something. Because it's your favorite show. I remember one time I was uh, I was hanging outside because my one of my bosses at my old job, he was uh, smoking. Uh-huh. And I, I just came up to him, I, you know, just to make a conversation. I'm like, so um, what was your favorite show of all, like, all time? He's like, uh, Gilligan's Island. And I kind of laughed. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what? I'm like, I, I don't know. I just never thought of it Gilligan's Island. It was legitimately his favorite show. Well, you know, Gilligan's Island, just about everyone likes Gilligan's Island or has fond memories of it. Or I don't. I fucking hate it, dude. for so long. I think that it's because it's one of those, like, adult shows that came on and like when cartoons weren't on and I'm like, this isn't funny. Why are people laughing? <laughs> you know, like the laugh. I, I like, I felt that it straddled both worlds. I mean, I thought that there were plenty of kids interested in Gilligan's Island. I liked it as a kid. Well, I liked Alf as a kid too, but now I fucking hate it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyway. I never liked Alf. <laughs> <laughs> I never cared for Alf. Never watched Ken it. Gage. I know. Did you? Oh, did you ever hear about what happened to um, Willie, <laughs> the guy who played Willie? Let's um, uh-huh. let me look it up real quick. Cause I think I mentioned it on the show one time, and I don't want to leave people with a cliffhanger. Let's see here. <laughs> so go ahead and um, while I'm doing that, mentions um, a poster that you're you like you fancy. Well, I think I may have mentioned this before, but I, I'm really into um. Uh, blacklight posters right now <laughs> and i've been into blacklight posters and i had a lot of blacklight posters as a kid my brother had this cool one that i finally bought like five years ago and put it here in this house in michigan um it's uh is that um, anton LaVey? No, no. <laughs> no 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 i don't i don't think there is an anton LaVey blacklight oh, poster dude this guy there might be a book that up right behind that though yeah. Um, that is a good idea. um no, uh you know our C nine C album Castle on the Moon? Yes. The the art from that cover is taken from this seventies blacklight poster and uh I'm trying to think what the name of the poster is. I I don't even remember what the poster's called. But yeah. it's a, it's a cool castle. And it's a black light poster of this castle, and it's got is a little moat around it. Castles on the moon. And, uh, I always, uh, well, what I did is I took that same castle and I superimposed it onto the moon, a lunar surface, and made it, and, and I created an album cover, you know, stealing the artwork from that black light poster. Cool. Well, I, hmm. <laughs> I don't know how we can. Rep- I don't know how people can see this. Hey, since uh, you have access to the Facebook page, how about you post images that uh, that we're talking about tonight on Twitter? We're talking about tonight. Oh yeah, yeah. No right. Well, do do I? I don't have access. I mean, I can go on that page and post. Yeah, just but post I can't it. do new posts because you you sh- you didn't make me an admin. I so fucking did. Yes, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes, Wiener, I did. <laughs> I don't think I'm an admin. I made you a nickname, admins. 
I swear. If not, we'll fucking figure it out. But if not, okay. there's got to be. You might way... have to go log in to make me an admin or whatever. Well, I, what I'm saying, can't you just like, like post something? You can't just like. No. Well, it, if you post something on your wall, it doesn't show up on the main wall. It shows up on the um, guests wall area. You got to go to a special area to go to the page. So I, I'm just saying it doesn't. Sounds convoluted. It's it's kind of, yeah it's like they're making it so hard. Oh, they, they make it so hard when you got a group like that. That they're, they're uh, making it so hard. And they're making me so soft. <laughs> okay, let's move and then on. It, it, and that's because you run it like a private group. If you would have run it like a public group, it would be worse because by now some spam would be on there, and it'd be all these porn videos or I don't know sofa being covered with cloth videos or there's so many dumb viral videos. Ah, oh, maybe that's maybe that's what the podcast has been lacking—some uh, good upholstery recovering service tutorials. Yeah. I don't even get why people post some of these hey, stupid videos. I got a big old hole in my couch. You want to help me figure it out? Like, what the hell? Who's making money on this? It's all clickbait. Hillbillies, dumbass hillbillies like me. Ken, you don't like my hillbilly oh. voice. No, that's fine. That's Man, fuck you. Like, oh, whatever. That's how we talk. Yeah, that's how, how you talk, talk in Michigan. Maple Park. <laughs> Maple Park. <laughs> we got two you gas were stations. You to use that accent when you went into Star World's Arcade. <laughs> oh, my God. You got Pac-Man? <laughs> I haven't played that in the Coons age. Fortnite. You know, it's funny. Did you ever you see Pat's uh, rules for? He still has the old sign. <laughs> no, his, no hillbillies. Sign from Star World's Arcade. And, and well, yeah, one of the rules is no chewing tobacco. And you know you're. you're oh in damn roll. it! <laughs> Gosh darn! Oh, son <laughs> of a biscuit! I was gonna bring in my Tabasco. But a lot of people in the 80s in rural America were doing chewing tobacco, you know, young men. I don't know why. I thought oh, cool. I know, dude. What the hell? My brother-in-law did that shit for years. He would just... Yeah. Spit. Dude, you know what else he did? He had a hanky in his back pocket. Yeah. I was just thinking, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, how disgusting is that? <laughs> anyway. So, um... So, yeah, uh, yeah, somehow you have to, like, display these images for people because otherwise it's – that's another thing I was thinking yeah, about. Yeah, like, oh, right. Yeah, so I, I'm just into Blacklight posters, and I've got some old – I've got new ones and old ones, and they do reproductions of some of the old ones. And I, I haven't spent a lot of money acquiring the old ones, but you can you can spend – some of these posters go for four or $500 on eBay, some of these old, you know, posters from the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah, I see a few. I see a few here. Like, um, like I see a bunch of bands. Like, um, was the one that stood out here? Uh, uh, Alice Cooper. There's this really cool one here. Oh yeah, Alice Cooper just put out some new ones. Here, I'll uh, I'll I'll download this and send it to you. uh, All right. Save image as. There's like a rare. There's even a rare Ozzy Osbourne poster from his Diary of a Madman tour. That's uh. Blacklight poster would be cool to get. I I think I had the Bark at the Moon blacklight poster at one point. 
I had a Dracula one from like 1978 or 79. I think it was they were pushing the Franklin Gullah Dracula movie or something that came out. Because Dracula looked more like a disco guy than, oh. you know. Wait, Franklin Franklin Gullah. Hmm. He was a actor and <laughs> yeah, I know who. I, I, I'm having a hard time place. I never knew him as Dracula. Oh wait, sorta. Never mind. Yeah, he, he got his start kind of as Dracula, or how he got his fame, I guess you could say. Who's uh? But he'd been in the Sphinx and a bunch of movies in the '80s. Uh, who's that other guy? Uh, he also played Dracula once. Um, fuck. Uh, he. Jack Palance? Jack Palance, yeah. And yeah, he was I in the uh, Kurt, yeah, Dracula. Dan Curtis Dracula movie. Yeah, the made-for-TV one or something like that? Yeah, from like, yeah, 1974 or something. You know what's crazy is I always thought <clears throat> that this Tales from the Crypt cover looked just like Jack Palance as Dracula. And uh-huh. I, I remember, like, I, I, and I had never seen him as Dracula before that. But then, like, later I was like, whoa, what the hell? Was this based off that? But that comic came out like a good, I don't know, maybe 20 years before. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, well, maybe he was used as a, you know, figurehead. I mean, Jack Balance got really famous just from being, I think, in, uh, you know, on uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not in the 70s and 80s. Is the Man, star, I, you know? I, I wish I, I could watch that. that ran, but. I was probably in, swimming around in my dad's balls. I'm like, yeah, believe it or not, it's <laughs> awesome. I love the show. I wish I could watch it. And this, this Jack Pounce guy sounds like he—he he sounds like he's handsome. <laughs> now my brothers and sisters are like, why do you? Why do you care so much? I'm like, you know what, you guys? I'm gonna be born one of these days, and you guys are gonna be sitting, sitting, swimming around, wondering where your life fucking went. <laughs> You know, I picked up a book recently by uh, Jack Plant, um, a book, a book of love poems. But <laughs> he wrote a what? book of love poems. How yeah, a hardcover in the '80s. He wrote a book of love poems. And you just picked this up recently? <laughs> I, I picked it up recently. Yeah, I was at a well, thrift sale or garage sale or something, and I Is saw this... it, and I was like, Jack Plant. I didn't even know he had this book out. You I know, know he loved things. <laughs> I would have, I would have bought that book for the fun of it. Yeah, it does sound kind of funny. I, I, there was this one tape I found, like a VHS tape. I think it was um, Johnny Mathis, but it was like uh-huh. it wasn't singing. It was like some kind of like crochet or like some kind of craft thing. Okay. So I was like, um, what? I was gonna buy it as a like funny gift, like a funny Christmas gift, but I was like, right? No one probably they probably won't like me anymore. So like, yeah, this is not that funny crochet. actually. Um, I need to do something obscure. I need to do a video of something that makes no sense at all, you know? <laughs> Ken Gage makes split pea soup. <laughs> Are you, show, my, show, 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 show the hillbillies how you make the tuna helper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Michigan style. You had a helper from Michigan. Anyway. Um... Oh yeah, something else I want to talk about on the show was uh, Weekly World News, because you oh, yeah. sent me a couple um, images. Dude, I yeah. loved that magazine so much. I did too. Yeah, in the '90s, I bought that a lot. I'd be at the checkout at Jewel Osco there. <laughs> I 
I'd pick up an issue of Weekly World News just for the fun of it. But we'd be going back to like Pat's place, you know, Pat back when Pat O'Malley had his party house in the '90s, and we all hang out and drink and smoke pot and uh, <laughs> read Weekly um, World and, News. And, and, we, and we had a lot of porn. There was a porn stack at Pat's house. We'd <laughs> be reading porn. Nice. Sounds like my, sounds like my brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but um, yeah, Weekly World News. If someone was out and they were picked up some Weekly World News, that was just a fun, stupid thing to have laying around, you know. Yeah, dude. Like, I I loved it because it was right on my alley. Like, they'd always have something about Bigfoot or Loch Ness monster, yeah. or UFOs. I'm like, yes, give that all to me right now. And I would only see them in. When I was a kid, I never got to get one because uh, grown-ups were like, that's stupid. I'm like, I know it's stupid. That's the point. You got to nurture my stupidity. Anyway, so I would see them, and I would just, like, wonder what... Because when you're a kid, you're like... Like, uh, the Inquirer had... or I guess it was Weekly World News. I think Inquirer had Frog Boy. Oh, did it? I, I don't remember Frog Boy, huh? But I think yeah, quite, but yeah, they were all being outlandish at the time. But I mean, Weekly World News, though, it was sort of hip. It was like you knew everything was fake in there. Yeah. But but it, it was written quasi real, like like it was sort of a little over the top. Yeah, almost like it was the just on- so ridiculous. Like the Onion. Kind of like the Onion, but you know that not outlandish. They, they yeah. wrote it in a way that they didn't wink and nod at you, you know. So it's like yes, exactly. I could see people falling for the shit. But that's the thing too. Like that's what I was getting at. It's like when I was a kid, I did believe that it was, shit. There was no disclaimer. This is <laughs> yeah. parody or this is, you know, entertainment. It, it crossed the line. Yeah, and that's another thing too. Like when you think about like how modern society is, it's like uh, we they got away with like producing a magazine that was complete farce. You know, yeah, they didn't completely have to... fake news. What 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 came to be popularly known as fake news today. People yeah. complain about fake news. Well, that fake news was a real thing in the 90s. Wait you know? a minute. You mean Bigfoot ain't real? I've been <laughs> lied to all these years. What else have I but been I mean, lied you, you to about? You hilarious cover, you know, like aliens shaking hands with President Bill Clinton, you know? Yeah, it's like, oh, awesome. I got to get that just for the cover. Look, the president's shaking hands with the aliens. There's proof right there. Yep. <laughs> and I mean, it was just so utterly ridiculous. You buy it. That should and of course, be the whole Bat Boy saga. That cemented it. When Bat Boy came out, he was so popular. And then, you know, Bat Boy found in cave in Mexico. Bat Boy's son discovered. Like, like the Bat Boy thing, they just carried on and on. Oh, uh, so getting back to that Alf actor, let me find out who he was. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Willie? Yeah, let's see here. Um, uh Okay, it's up here. Max Wright. All right, let's find out his uh, early life. He died in 2017. He died of a disease. Oh, it doesn't say anything. Well, there's something here. Let me look his name up. Max Wright. Because there was something weird. I can't remember. I heard it on a podcast once. <laughs> that's what. That's another, like, thing in society now is too is like people you know when you like i heard it through the grapevine or something like that it was like oh i heard it on a podcast <laughs> it's like oh yeah, yeah. what one <laughs> you know it's like i don't know one i heard like 10 years ago 
<laughs> you know, it sucks. It's like it's, it's hard funny to... though. People have heard plenty of podcasts, but there are so many podcasts and they're so diverse. You can't always remember the titles, and it's like unless you follow a podcast pretty regularly, you don't you don't know. You know? Yeah, dude. Like it's crazy. Well, right. A lot of them are just sporadic. Uh, Lily Tanner, whatever happened to? All right, this might be. Cause there was something weird about it, like some kind of drugs or like prostitution or some sort. I don't know. Huh? <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. It's like something weird happened. Uh, I don't. Know. I don't feel like looking it up right now. Cause looking at his oh. face just kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies. I'm like, I don't know what kind of tragedy befell this man, so I'm gonna leave it at that. And maybe I shouldn't even mention yeah. it on the podcast. I'm like, now people are gonna be wondering. They're like, now what happened? Did he come or what? <laughs> anyway so so yeah we little news like and then there was a show i want to say it was like 1994 it came out on um usa as part of like four four new shows it was um weird science uh-huh. uh weekly world news campus cops and there's some there was one other show i can't remember what it was though um a show yeah yeah, it was a show, and it was hosted by Ed, Ed Bagley Jr. Huh. And it was, you know, it was, you know, it was, you know a farce. You know. Uh, I'm trying to think of what that. Do you remember not necessarily the news? Not yeah, not necessarily the news. Yeah, I remember something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was like on HBO, I believe. I remember mm-hmm. like the main guy was like that fat. And he wasn't fat, but he's kind of a chubby guy actor. Always played. I don't know. I can't remember what else he's in. He kind of looks like a real life Fred Flintstone. I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> Weekly World News. Like I loved it, and I remember it was about 2007, and they were just. I think they were about to stop producing them soon. Is this is the yeah. first time I was like, you know, what? I I have a little money in my pocket. Maybe I'll get a subscription. So I kept like. I, I saved the website on my to my um uh, bookmarks <laughs> um, whatever yep. server I had at the time, and I just kept like looking at it like every time I'd get paid I was like mm, I'm not gonna pull the trigger this time because it was it didn't seem like it was worth the money but then again you know like it would have been but I don't know right right I just never pulled yeah, the trigger it was so a fun thing I I don't know if I've kept any of them any of the issues I might have some I have a couple, random yeah. issue a Weekly World News somewhere I have a few actually. Not anything yeah. great though. Like I, I do have a Bigfoot cover, and but um, Ayla bought me one for on um, Christmas one year. It was like a book of like uh-huh. covers or something like that, or like okay, cool miscellaneous stories from them. But they were I don't know. I think it was like made to make the book. I don't think they were like from actual issues because it didn't seem like they right. they seemed a little too on the no, like too newish. Anyway, mm. all right. So what was the other topic? There's, was I going to mention stores? I think I'll, I'll save I don't that. Stores, shopping malls, something. I'll save the stores for when Nick's on the show because he wanted to mention something about arcades. Oh, you know, you did bring up the idea of mentioning old old stores we liked as kids, but yeah, I mean that's so, a subject for a long time too. So yeah, like well, I, I, we haven't really even covered all talking about posters earlier. Yeah, I just talked yeah. a little bit about some blacklight posters. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah, go ahead. Like, do you have any more you want to talk about? Well, do you? 
<laughs> no, um, I, I mean, I do. I, I, I can. There was a poster I really liked as a kid that I can't find. I'm on a hunt for this poster still. And maybe I mentioned it before, but it's called, um, it, it had, it was just like this psychedelic weird poster. I, I must've bought it in the late eight or late seventies or early eighties, very early eighties. If I got it then, but it, uh, I had it at the house at Maple park. Um, it was like this weird mushroom guy and, and, I don't remember the artist's name or if the artist's name was on the poster, but it said M-U Shroom on the poster. M.U. Shroom. And that was like the character's name. It was just some like mushroom man, and it was this weird... It was it was almost creepy or horrific more than psychedelic. How's that spelled again? But, uh, M-U Shroom. S-H-R-O-O-M. Capital M, capital U, you know, shroom, like like it was the initials of a, a guy's name. But that was written on the poster, and I have tried to look up this poster, and I cannot find it. I have done internet searches. The, the, nothing comes up, hmm. and, it, you know, it's a poster I haven't seen since. It, they just created weird shit back in the day, and I don't know, stuff came and gone. Maybe some shit's not even documented, you know? Yeah, dude. I've been talking to Anilo about this because uh, in the 80s, I used to always, like, almost, like, I don't know, I got so many of them throughout, you know, my childhood, but they were like this little motorcycle with a motorcycle uh, uh, rider on it, and they always looked the same. You'd pull it back, and it would, like, go forward, you know? It's one of those kind of mechanisms. Uh-huh. Yeah, those kind, yeah, I know that style, too, yeah. Yeah, so, but you could always take, you could take the guy off the bike, and I would always you know, use him as an action figure and stuff. And I would always, I'd make him, I don't know, it's hard to explain. <laughs> I'd turn him inside out and make him a car too. <laughs> okay. Okay, I don't know, it's weird, but I've been trying to find these. And like, I try, I've been looking at eBay for years, just like sim- simple searches. And like, I'm just like, what? what is the specific, you know, like, I can't find it. And I find, I find similar things, but not the exact. And, I had uh-huh. so many of these, so I know it was like mass produced. So I don't know. Anybody listening? Can you help? Can uh, find Mu Shroom? Help Ravens figure out what this toy is. Help them find the Mu Shroom poster. Yeah, the Mu Shroom poster. That's elusive. If I could find that, that was like this cool thing. I would like. There, there's some other weird posters my brother had. That was this series that came out in the seventies. And uh, I don't know who the artist is who did them, and I've I've tried to look them up online and I can't find them. But they were they were popular posters of um, it was like battle scenes, like you'd see a bunch of Vikings fighting other Vikings on a Viking warship, and or or it was men medieval, medieval castle siege or or stuff like that. And it was all these cartoon characters kind of done in this um oh what's that guy's name. The, the, you know the guy who does the Gru comic book, that Sergio Argone artist? Oh. oh. I thought you were You gonna... know Gru? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It, it's a spoof of the Conan comics. Well, it, it, I, I, think, I think that artist who did it, it's an Italian artist, and he, he did that way back in the day. But uh, these posters seem to be kind of done in his art style of these cartoon character warriors and, and Vikings and things. 
but they would be like chasing women, like they're raping them on this pirate ship or whatever. But there are all these posters, and my brother had a couple of them in his, his bedroom. And I don't know if you'd buy them at head shops back in the days, you know, from rape posters, buy your zigzag papers, you know, <laughs> you know, head shops or the marijuana shops. Yeah, the Dagobahs, I mean, the bo- bo- bodegas. Bodegas, yeah. Hey, come on, keep it clean. All right. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I, now that I'm thinking about it, um, there were posters that my relatives had, like my cousins and my brothers, and um, I remember um, my cousin Wade had an Alice Cooper, like. Now that I mentioned um, that blacklight one, I remember he had an Alice Cooper one that scared the shit out of me because it. Oh yeah, what one was it? I don't know. It was just he had his face paint on, like the crow kind of face paint, and he had this. He had a like like a python, and it was like a live stage image, I believe. But yeah, it just scared me so much because I I didn't understand what was going on. I was like. What is a scary dude? It could have been from the Constrictor album or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or you think that was too late? <laughs> I I don't that know era. his whole history, so I don't. I I'm, oh, okay. I'm more of an '80s uh, Alice Cooper. Yeah, I was really into Alice Cooper. I liked his stuff. No, I mean, like his glam metal shit, like from '88. <laughs> uh huh. Well, no, no, right. He he did. Uh, yeah, he did. Kind of, I guess you could call it glam metal, but he he sort of brought, did this horror metal thing. In the in the eighties that he was doing, you know, all this I know, I remember. Ballad rock or whatever. <laughs> I was there, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was there for the shock yeah. dance from Shocker soundtrack, which fucking sucked. <laughs> I mean the soundtrack's awesome, but that fucking song sucked. Anyway. Yeah, I don't remember that specific one. Because it's poopy. I was gonna turn on um hard bodies. He, we he did a good theme song with uh he's back. The oh. man behind the mask. Fuck yeah. And he's out of control. <laughs> <laughs> he's back. Yeah, and the video's cool, too. Breaks a yeah, plate over his head. He swings in like Tarzan. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> no, I mean, I do love that song. It's it's amazing. And, like, uh, Teenage Frankenstein's on the soundtrack, too. I'm yeah. a Teenage Frankenstein. <laughs> Rob Zombie twisted. tries to copy my voice. Freak with the twisted mind. <laughs> That's the next lyric. Uh, I, I know. <laughs> oh, you you letting the audience know? Like, yeah. Very good, Ken. Thank you. <laughs> Very good, Ken. Very good. <laughs> yes. All right. Let me type in my password really quick. Um, hard bodies. Let's see. That's not my password. Um, <laughs> That's my bank password. Hard bodies. 93. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's... Hard That's my debit card. Hard candy. No, I don't watch that. All right. What? Where is it? It's got to be on here. What's this little and Hardy movie? Oops. Oh, there was hey, something. Have you seen the movie Chopping Mall? Oh yes. <laughs> I want. I want to. I... Oh shit. Oh no. I ran out of money. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, shit. Let me pause this really quick. Where is it? Okay. All right. Stop.
Greatest duos of all time have always come in pairs. Adam and Eve, Romeo and Juliet, Beavis and Butthead. Now together again for the first time in one awesome collection, the best of Beavis and Butthead. I am Cornolio. I need TV for my bunghole. Relive the golden moments with the comic masters. Number one, I order you to go take a number two. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> Fire need water too? Does not the mountain need the storm? Does not your s*** need kicking? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
Get four complete volumes of the best of Beavis and Butthead on two VHS or two DVDs for only $29.99. I'm, like, angry at numbers. There's, like, too many of them and stuff. Call with your credit card, and you'll also get Beavis and Butthead's Holiday Extravaganza, featuring Not a Week. Ween. And Beavis and Butthead do Christmas absolutely free. Your spirits will rise. I love you. Come to Butthead. You will howl till it hurts. You will be choking back the tears of joy. We guarantee you'll laugh long and hard. Long hard. Or we'll refund your purchase price. We have a winner. So call with your credit card to experience their genius again and again. I have seen the top of the mountain, and it is good. You'll get 42 incredible episodes on three VHS or DVDs for only $29.99. Yes! Cool. This offer is only available right here. Would you like to pet my poopy? So call now. Call 1-800-665-9058 to order Beavis and Butthead on two VHS or two DVDs for just $29.99 plus shipping and handling. Use your credit card and get a free bonus video. That's 1-800-665-9058. Call now or order online at timelife.com. Okay, now we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, now you gotta start over again. Oh my lord. Okay. It, it wasn't too bad, I guess. So hey, everyone, welcome back no, to Retro. We didn't get that far in. Imagine if we'd been in an yeah. hour. <laughs> that had that happened one time. It was so devastating. I'm like, fuck. We're just gonna redo this next week, guys. All right, so anyways, <laughs> um, Welcome back to the oh, show, everyone. introduce ourselves. Yeah, yeah. welcome back. <laughs> I am Raven J. Three-time loser, and he's sentenced to the chair, but he's still got a boner! <laughs> and I'm joined with the lunatic fringe, Ken Gates. That's me. Yep. In fact, he <laughs> is. He's out there in Michigan. Are you, so uh, are you, I'm still in Michigan all this time. Are you the Lord and Ruler yet? Mayor, whatever they call it. <laughs> no, no. King no, of the no. hillbillies. No, I just transferred from Illinois to Michigan. I got a better house here. I still haven't sold my house in Illinois yet. Though. Oh, dude, sell it to me. Yeah, how much? No, I have a, a rental <laughs> buyer. <laughs> Oh, well, I was thinking like 12 bucks. <laughs> I'll add like a few thousand of that. And we'll just, ah. It's probably all it's worth, but I don't know. Yeah. And we'll talk. So I, I don't know. I, oh, yeah. So in the mean, uh, in the meanwhile, I had moved since the last time we spoke. Um, yeah. Or even, I guess even since the last time we uh, people heard the show. I think the last time Nick and I did a show was last year. Yeah, last year around October. So, um, since then, yeah, like right around that time, I moved, and I'm living in Dodgeville, uh, Wisconsin now. Dodgeville, Wisconsin. Yeah, it's like a half hour from Madison. It's okay. It's pretty decent. It's uh, I remember um, like uh, when uh, uh, a former co-host of mine, uh, Billy, and I were going up for another former co-host, uh, Elin Austin's wedding. I remember like the scenery and that's that's one of the one things i took away from that weekend was just like how beautiful wisconsin was like the rural the rural parts of it 
Oh yeah. And like when I found this place, I was like, when I was driving out to, it, I'm like, man, because when I first moved up to Madison, I didn't really get to experience that the way I wanted to. Like, uh-huh. but like when I was driving up to find this place, I was like, man, this is exactly what I wanted. Like something that's like kind of out of the way, but not really. I mean, it's still close enough to civilization, but it's still kind of a quiet. T- it's almost like, it's almost like um, I don't know, I don't know if Maple Park is considered rural. But uh-huh. were you ever in Byron? That's a bigger maple park? Uh, it's it's not it's not big. It's it's hard to explain. But it's it's beautiful. Like the scenery, everything around is beautiful. The people are how far? Uh, which direction is Dodgeville from uh, Madison? Um, I want to say it's west. West of Madison? Oh, okay. yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. And um, but like you mentioned, um, like last week, so we were gonna do the show last week, but we couldn't. Um to come visit and i was like yeah i'm a little closer now actually i think well uh, well i uh, maybe not to come visit me <laughs> oh yeah oh wait i have to go through chicago to get to michigan there no you still have to go <laughs> now you, you're farther, farther even because now you gotta go all the way around the lake to get over here or you have to go all the way north and go oh, yeah, <laughs> through <Canada>. the up <laughs> <laughs> go through customs <laughs> But, it, but if you went straight across the lake, it'd be easier. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I was about to say that. I could find the river sticks, get a free ride from the ferryman. You'd be like, hello, hello, Raven. Would you like to trip across the lake? I'm like, yes, Mr. Grim Reaper. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to mention a few things um, to catch up with everyone. Um I, I want to mention this because I just got an email last night from the Roadster and uh, he's mentioning that he misses the show. And he he had something at the end of the message saying like, um, I don't know, it, it goes with like just how I feel about most things, like my artwork or just putting things out there in the world, like who sees them, you know, and mm-hmm. who yeah. cares, blah, blah, blah. Um, but he mentioned something like, you know, he's like, we're still out here listening. We we missed the show, so, and it's funny that cool. he said we, you know, not just he. So, and it yeah, made me, it made me think about it because, like, I mean, we still get a healthy amount of downloads. I mean, each show gets at least a hundred some downloads. Some of the ones, yeah, that, no, that's well, some of the ones that good. you're on get higher. I don't know if you promote it or it's just people. Maybe the ether out there, people are like, ooh, what's that crazy lunatic fringe doing? <laughs> So well, that's that's odd. Anything I, I would be higher with me on it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, my, my old show used to only get you know. I think I had three hundred something listeners on my old uh, Shockwaves and Shrunken Heads. Just, but that was just what I could tell from the uh, Mixcloud. You know, yeah, Mixcloud would say how many people like listen to the show. It's funny. Um, you went on a whole tirade about that last show. <laughs> Mixcloud. Did I? Yep. So everyone about knows mix, already. Well, about Mixcloud, <laughs> about well, their new thing, you mean? Yeah, like how you have to pay for yeah. it and all that bullshit. You're professional. Yeah, I still, I still haven't uploaded any shows to the current setup on Mixcloud. But another thing I want to mention about that is like I, I've been um, kind of stalking you online for a little bit. I don't have Facebook, uh-huh. so I can't really check out your stuff on there. But like I go to archive.com to, uh-huh. and I've listened to a couple of your shows. I mean, I'm not into like surf music, but yeah. it's like. I don't know. I miss you, so like it's kind of like a cool way to like get a hold of you in a way. Because I, I oh, kinda, yeah. 
You know what I mean? Because I couldn't, I didn't have a mixer, so that's why it was kind of hard for me to contact anybody. I mean, I can call people, text people, but I'd rather have like a real conversation in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah, I, I just miss everybody. So like, I <laughs> I was looking up your stuff and just listening to while I was working on some artwork, which is uh, I've been trying to get back in. I've got one of your artworks right here in the room with me. <laughs> oh yeah, what one is that? Is that the one where I drew you with a huge dick? in my house? Yes, it's the girl for the uh, space our space warp album. Oh, nice. Yes, you know it's kind of. Uh, yeah, I was the cover, actually the cover of our Church of the Nine Candles. Yeah, space warp album. I was. I, I need to. I've, I've got it sort of in a weird frame, though. I need to put it in a. In a frame that it actually fits. Yeah, I know because it was like off size. Yeah, it's like a square. Yeah. Yeah, it was like an odd size thing, right? It's like a. It's all. It's a squarish. Yeah. Thing. I got it, and I think I don't know what that is, 14 by, I don't know. <laughs> but I uh, something about that is I was actually going to use those characters in one of my games, like those an- those aliens that I drew. Oh, yeah, I love those guys. <clears throat> yeah, they were kind of, I don't know, I just came up with them. I'm like, those are, that's kind of a cool design. All yeah, right. they, they, that sh- they should be some kind of reoccurring alien creature. The C9Cs. Oh, that menaces. Speaking of that, um, I was trying to. I went on that wood. Uh, what's that one website you sent me? The online synthesizer thingy. Oh yeah, online sequencer. Yeah, sequencer. I, I was trying to use it, but like it, the it went a load for some reason that night. So I figured okay. out, I'll just go back to it eventually. But in lieu of that, I was working on um, designs for C9C, like a new logo. Oh, cool. To, yeah, I was trying to figure out some new shit because. I do want to put some. I have I have some lyrics that I want to put to some music, because cool. like I like I told you before, like I don't want to just do like the tune stuff. I want to actually put like a song song together for C nine C. Yeah, and even like you know give it to you to put your input into it as well. So it's a band effort, and maybe even Pat. I mean, of, of course, yeah. Pat, not not just maybe. But <laughs> speaking of, no, I've been trying to get Pat to do stuff. Pat, you know, Pat's got all this great equipment, but he's having trouble. He's he's got. Uh, you got to plug it in, Pat. <laughs> huh? What? You got to plug it in, Pat. It, yeah, he's having trouble figuring out a way to make mix his music uh-huh. so that he could send it to me. So, yeah, and that's another thing too. Is like I I feel bad because I always think about that. Like I. He always wanted to start a podcast, but I'm like, why don't you? I mean, it's not that yeah. hard, <laughs> but maybe he just doesn't. I mean, that's the thing. A lot of people, I guess that's why there's like services out there for people that don't know how to do that stuff. But it's like, you know, anyway. Okay. Um. So. Well, you you do everything on a PC, right? You're you're a you're an IBM guy, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm a Dell. <laughs> no, I'm. You're, you're, no, but you're not an Apple guy is what I'm getting at. I'm not, you're not yeah, an iMac guy. Yeah, I use PC. Yeah, so, I mean, some people do this iMac stuff, and I, I don't know. I don't know how to help them <laughs> because <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm an anti-Apple guy. I mean, I don't I hate Apple or nothing. I just, I just don't feel it's necessary to, to use all this Apple proprietary nonsense that costs too much. Yeah, I hear you. I, I mean, that's pretty much why I never got a, an Apple computer because they were so expensive, but. Um, I don't know. I have an iPhone, and mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Me but too. whatever. Okay. Yeah. So, um, oh, I want to mention. Have you ever seen those uh 
that German spinning wheel thing that chicks get on, and like they're just they they try to stay on it for as long as they can, but they get spun off. No, no. I, I mean, I, I've heard of spinners like that from from um, from like the forties, but I don't know. Okay, so this specific show or whatever it is you're talking about. I'm not sure. I I just stumbled across on YouTube, but basically it's like this German tradition where like the women pretty much dress up in like an Oktoberfest type gear, like long dresses and, you know, bustiers and all that kind of stuff. But they just, you know, they're not like scantily clad, but when they get on this wheel, they all have to sit like in a cluster and try to Uh stay on this wheel while it spins around. And in the meantime, people are going to throw this rope on it to like, kind of like detour them in a way. Uh huh. But yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, if you're a pervert, it's cool because you can see up their dresses constantly. <laughs> oh, yeah. and I am a pervert. So, I, I mean, that's why I'm mentioning oh. it. I'm like, <laughs> it's a new thing for you to watch. In it, our... it does not. No, I I've seen uh, similar things like that though on like old like that was carnival equipment from the 40s mm-hmm. or Coney Island back in the day. You know, like you know, when I watch these old videos of what was out there that they don't have anymore. You know. Ken. Oh, watch your language. <laughs> it's our new sensor thing. In case I have to call you up. Oh, I won't know. <laughs> oh, we also have cricket noises now. <laughs> what, what's the other there one? There you go. Crowd. That cricket is- oh, maybe yeah. it's because I have this up. Okay. Hopefully it's not going to fuck everything up. Anyway. All right. Um, well, a couple of things. So, yeah, Roadster wrote in, and it was kind of funny because he, he wrote in, or I got the email last night, and I was in such a bad mood at work because, like, I don't know. And I was just, like, just fucking sad, and I didn't want to be there, and blah, blah, blah. And then I opened up that email. I'm like, oh, ironically, we're doing a show tomorrow night. So, yeah. Um, well, you yeah, know, that's nice to get a little, you know, recognition for your yeah. creativity. You know? Yeah, that's that's another thing I want to mention off the top of the show is like, um, like depression and all that kind of stuff, and like people like, what's the thing like when people like want to help, you know, like, uh, or like when people say, like, maybe you can get some help or something like that, and like, I'm not really sure what that means, and you know, it's like I'm not, I don't expect anybody to like hold my hand or I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is like the only help I need is for people to share <laughs> share the shit I do. And that's that's one of the things that always pissed me off is like whenever I was on Facebook or I can speak to it now for Instagram because that's the only thing I have. And it's mm-hmm. it's not even my name. It's the High Dino account because like I got my other one taken away when I lost Facebook. So, um, uh. but it's like I, I only get the same people liking my stuff. And it's uh. cool. I mean, that's, that's why, I, I mean, that's cool that the same five people do it and the, the, all those people have names and I don't want to like call them out or anything but I would love yeah. to give them credit but that's what I'm saying is like I can't go on here and be like no one ever fucking comments on my stuff or likes my blah 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 because that'd be a slap right. on the face of the people that actually do the people that actually try yeah. the five people that do so it's like <laughs> you know I really appreciate those people and maybe at the end of our lives or like where we go at the end of the time, I'll meet up with those people. I'm like, yeah, you're my crew. Fuck all those other people. Let's go. Yeah. Kill, let's go. Let's go chop their heads off. 
<laughs> kidding. I'm kidding totally. I don't like Well, it. if you ever come back to Facebook, I'll share your stuff. You know, I got like 2,000 followers. Not that that means anything. It's, it still ends up only being the same five people. Yeah. <laughs> my case, like it. <laughs> but that's the thing, too, is like, well, just what you said, it's like, if I ever get on there again, I don't, I'm probably not ever going to, but that's what I'm saying to anybody listening. It's like, you, all my stuff's out there. All you have to do is copy it and paste it. <laughs> you know, and I, I don't care. I don't, I don't go after people for like stealing my shit because everything's going to get stolen anyways. Once you put something on the internet, it's digital. And basically digital just yeah. equals free. So, yeah, whatever. Well, this actually came up this this thing about stolen art came up, uh, of, of course, in an AI context, but also my friend, um, uh, um, <laughs> I'm sitting here like, what's her name? <laughs> I'm not even high. <laughs> I know me either. For um, fucking once, man. Um, my friend Dawn Frazier. She she has a uh, she does a really cool uh, tiki art, mm. and she's been doing traditional painting since the '90s. She's one of the only um, uh, big women artists in doing tiki. You know. And uh, recognized, but she's, uh, I don't know, she's had some run-ins with the Tiki community and whatever, just personality conflicts or something. But uh, anyway, she was just saying, though, her, her art style, she thinks, got copied by some AI artist guy or something, some mm-hmm. digital art. And yep. she was wondering if there's a way to if she could. <laughs> yeah, Have like whack. Sue and, and, or, or whatever, you know, and. It, it just came up as a t- topic of conversation on Facebook. And I was telling her, you know, as someone as an arty person myself, who's been ripped off, you know, my, my albums and in, in church of the nine candles, I've seen them on Russian websites and yeah. Chinese websites, but I don't go after them. Uh, my philosophy is, you know, I, it's, out it, there. it's almost flattery to yeah. be stolen like that. It's like, you know, that they're promoting it in another way, I guess you could say, but uh, yeah, as long as they're so, saying it's theirs, that's the one thing. Yeah, about. right, right. I mean, okay, so they're putting out my stuff for free, whatever. I, I don't have a problem with it because I, I'm. It's for me. It's it's so easy to create more art and keep keep creating art that that I'm not looking for every penny do me, you know. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't want to spend my energy on negative pursuits. I would rather spend energy creating more art and promoting art than than trying to run after people that are maybe absconding with my art in some way. So I, I was just kind of absconding our art. So I, I really don't see it as a valid pursuit for, for artists to, to chase after people who they think maybe, maybe stole their style or did something inappropriate with their art, you know, cause like, I know who are we, Gene Simmons? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Or who are we, Metallica going yeah. after Napster? You know, yeah. like, I, I, there's some pennies owed me right now. <laughs> yeah. You know? that, yeah, that's that's the thing. Too. I feel I'm 100 percent with your, what you're saying. It's like because I'm ultra, I'm ultra creative. You know, like I, 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 I'm never gonna not be able to create things. I mean, it's just how my yeah, fucking mind that's works. I feel. Like and, I never run out of ideas. It's a bottomless well. Yeah, and I want people to see it. And I'm, I'm just more. I'm more happy when like someone likes something and even if they don't know I did it, that that's cool to me too. It's like, I've, that's happened a couple of times where people have like, mm-hmm. like something, you know, they didn't know it was mine and then they found out it was mine. I was like, Oh, I didn't know. I'm like, 
You didn't know that? Anyway, it's it's yeah. just it's just life. I don't know. I can't really sit here and be like, oh well, you have to do it this way. And that's that's what I hate about like any any artists that are like on any kind of any any kind of platform that are like trying to give you advice. Like mm-hmm. you know what? Times change, and that shit didn't. Yeah. The shit that worked in the 30s <laughs> doesn't work now. Or yeah, I'm not even going back that far. Like even fucking the early 2000s, things are way different now. Yeah. So. I don't care. I mean, and um, speaking of, like we were saying about the the lady that Don was, what was her name? Uh-huh, Fraser. Don Fraser. So she was saying, like, um, people copying her art. Um, I just got this. Yeah, uh, that, that she thinks her art got used in uh, doing some kind of AI modeling or something. So I just like got. She th- noticed similar color patterns in some kind of digital art or something. Okay. So she wasn't specific about it, but I mean, she was just sort of, kind of generally griping. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. But that's what I'm getting at. It's like um, one of my favorite artists, Arthur Adams. Um, he just put out a book. Uh, like, gosh, I don't have it in front of me. Oh yeah, I do. No, I don't. Okay, so it's I I was I follow him on Instagram, and I you know I watched like his progress or whatever, but. He's he was like well renowned in the eighties and the nineties because he did a lot of Marvel stuff, mm-hmm. and he was one of the most um, unique artists out there because he he kind of had like a cartoony mixed with real style. Okay. And maybe I've seen him. You have definitely. Um, I'd have to show you, but um, yeah, yeah. But as someone who draws, like I gravitate to certain artists, and like I even noticed like other artists gravitate that to them as well blah 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 but i just got mm-hmm. a book of his because you know and i i got the hardcover version because i'm another one of my favorite artists frank cho i'm sure you know who he is oh um, yeah yeah no i love cho's stuff i got his book by the same company mostly because he has a lot of hyper sexualized imagery <laughs> yeah exactly he draws really well i mean it's just yeah bar none he's yeah. one of the best um but i got his collection um but it's a, I got it in paperback. It's still huge. It's like 400 pages. But I I'd rather have something like that prestige, like hardcover. So mm-hmm. when I found out that Arthur Adams had one, and here's here's what I don't like is that he did a Kickstarter for it. Um, mm-hmm. Flesk Publishing, the company that made it. Um, I've never never known companies to have to go to Kickstarter to get a book made. It's that's kind of weird to me. I mean. That that goes to what I was saying earlier about how things change. Yeah, and it sucks because I mean it's like now we're just a nation of beggars. What what it seems like it's like yeah, but even big bands seem to be doing this yeah. weird Kickstarter thing, like you know. Yeah, and and it, I mean, when you really step back and think about it, it's just always been that way. It's like we've always been tricked into like the perception of like fame or um, mm-hmm. popularity or like uh, notoriety. Um, it, it comes with like a cost. I mean, it like, it, it's not exa- All right. Case in point, like when, um, when I was a kid, I wanted to grow up to be either a comic artist or a pro wrestler. Um, okay. Yeah, I know. So, but the thing is when you're, pro, when you want to be a pro wrestler, you join, um, you, you know, you, you go train, blah, blah, blah. And you might make it to like one of these companies, but those companies, uh-huh. they don't let you be what you were wanting to be unless you're like really good at what you were going to be they change you into mm-hmm. a different character and you have to play that character. So it's like a role you're playing. You're an actor, basically. I mean, everyone knows that mm-hmm. right now. 
Yeah. So, but it kind of harkens to like um, some similar like don't meet your heroes because it's like it's not. And when when you know more about the professional wrestling um, backstage, all that kind of stuff, it's like it's so dirty and it's always been dirty. I mean, just case in point, Vince McMahon. He's in the he's in the news right now for all his uh, sexual escapades. So. Oh yeah, I guess he was trafficking some young girls or something. Yeah, and it's not just that. Well, not it's, overly young, but I mean, he was, you know. <laughs> yeah, right, here I want to mention that too because here's the thing: he didn't. If you really step back and think about it, he didn't do anything wrong because he paid that woman and he he paid her hush money basically just to use her and send her out. She could have said no. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's, I'm, I'm not saying it's okay what he did at all. I mean, it's despicable what he did, but it, it goes to show you what you can do when you have money. And that's what people with money are doing right now. It's not just him. It's all these motherfuckers out there. So it's like, if you're going to go after no, him. I mean, that's business in general. I mean, you got to have a pretty face to sell your product. That's always been, you know, that's, that's just the sleaze aspect of every business, right? Exactly. And, you know, like I'm not going to sit here and defend him because it's, it's he's a scumbag, but also I'm not going to defend her because she could have said no. And she took that money and she mm-hmm. fucked all those other dudes because she was getting paid to do it. So she's basically a prostitute. So if there's any like wrongdoing, they're both in the wrong. So whatever. Right. Um, but going back to how did I even get to that? Uh, <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> Wait a minute. No, I, maybe she's just a slut though, because she enjoyed it. Course, That's what yeah, you're yeah. saying. And prostitutes get paid. Yeah, if you're getting shit on, you know, like. <laughs> okay, so art. Okay, so art. I didn't know that was part of it. She was into that. Ah, uh, that's what he did to her. They they say defecate, oh. so I'm not sure if it's shit or piss, but either oh. one. Um, let's see. Uh, so yeah, Arthur Adams. So <laughs> I just got his book, and I'm kind of disappointed with it. Um. Mainly because it, it's kind of warped. Like I said, I got the hardcover version of it because I missed out on the hardcover uh-huh. version of Frank Cho's. But and like, this is the book that he funded through a Kickstarter or yes, his company. Yeah, yeah. Flask. Uh-huh. Flask Publishing did it, and um, I like Flask because they um, pretty much uh, are a hub for some of my favorite art, like Mark Schultz and um, William Stout, Frank Cho. And I'm pretty sure Adam Hughes is going to show up there eventually because he's another one of my favorites. And maybe even Jamie Hernandez. But, oh, yeah, and um, uh, Dave Stevens. I want to mention that, too, because... Oh, yeah, I like Dave Stevens and his dinosaur art and stuff. Yeah, dude. Um, Oh, but I think, like, what you're thinking of, I think you're thinking of William Stout because both of those guys worked hand-in-hand. Like, um, I'll I'll just mention this really quick because... um. There's a documentary that just came out uh, called, uh, oh, I'm not even sure what it's called, but it's about Dave Stevens. And if anyone wants to uh-huh. see it, it's free on Tubi. Just type in Dave Stevens, it'll pop up. And, oh, um, cool. I'll have to look at Yeah, look dude. That, it's that fucking, should have been our movie review, Raven. <laughs> well, I'm kind of reviewing it right now. Um, yeah. it's, it's too new for me to, like, for us to do an actual deep dive into it, but basically the gist yeah. of it, it's like a whole documentary about his life. And, um, if anybody knows, he died back in 2008 because uh, Harry cell leukemia or something like that. But it pretty much chronicles his whole life. And speaking of these books, is I have all his books. Um, I got the, uh, I just got um, the uh, artist edition of The Rocketeer. 
and I'm not, okay. And if anybody knows what the artist edition of, um, it's actually the very first one that IDW put out. Um, the artist editions are basically a giant, um, real size. Uh, they're in real size of the comic pages, and it's the it's the be. Uh, I don't know how to say this. It's basically the pages that they scanned before they added text or coloring or anything. It's like the pencil mm. sketches. And mm-hmm. like the kind of extra notes on the side of the paper and all that kind of stuff. The only disappointing thing to his is like his stuff was so spot on perfect. It's like he didn't do a lot of sketching like I do. Like his mm-hmm. stuff was like pristine. Like he just basically had to trace over what he drew down in the first place. I'm like, how the fuck did he do that? But mm. as someone who draws, I know how he did it. Like he did he did trace things. And but that's the thing. It's like, if you're an artist, like you can trace your own shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you can't trace other people's shit. You can trace your own shit and add on to it. It's, it's kind of part of the process. Like I've, I used to have more integrity behind that. I'm like, Oh fuck that. I, I'm not going to trace anybody's shit. But once I got into art and like started uh, observing more of my um, mentors, they all do mm-hmm. it. And like even Stru- uh, Drew Struzan, like the guy does all those amazing posters for, all the 80s things uh you know like uh raiders of the lost ark master universe uh inventors yeah. of the babysitting everything basically in the 80s so <clears throat> damn um okay so going back to our atoms <laughs> so that collection uh it's a hard co- hard cover book but like the pages are kind of weird so it's kind of like when you set it down it kind of folds up a little, like the pages kind of are warped, and hmm. and it sucks because I mean the paper itself is fucking awesome. Like the print, it's like very kind of, it's not super gloss, but it's glossy enough to give it a, a for it to pop out, and the blacks mm-hmm. are very black, and it's it's just it's awesome. So, I, I don't know. I'm I'm happy with it because it's like. It's a retrospect, but it's not really... I don't think there was a lot of effort put into it. Mm. As far as, like, telling a story. Like, there's just, like, short blurbs about what he did and all that kind of stuff. And uh, It feels kind of thrown together, though, you think? Yeah. And for the most part, I've seen all of of the art that's in there. But the thing is, I I found out after I bought this one that, that, that Marvel put one out, which is a whole... It's like a fucking... Man, it's huge. It's like 600 pages or something. Like this huge mm-hmm. fucking hardcover book, but it's like all his Marvel stuff. And, you know, it's like the full page color artwork for all those. And then plus like sketch pages. And then, man, that one was the one to get. So I'm going to have to save up for that one. But um, the other, oh yeah. So like I was saying about the Rocketeer one, like uh, that's the only thing that was disappointing and that for me is like there wasn't a lot of sketches and that's what I like to look at and it helps me like build my fundamentals more than just seeing the full product because I see like mm-hmm. the process behind it which is also kind of baffling to people because like even um, Needle Love like he's always like mentioned like I used to get those uh, how to draw books you know and you draw a circle and you draw that circle and the next thing is a horse I can never fucking do yeah. it <laughs> I'm like well you gotta follow the steps dummy I mean you gotta kind of improvise it's <laughs> so anyway I, but I, I used to see that stuff I never drew like that yeah. you know I, I never tr- tried drawing like that even I just always just drew you know kind of yeah I'm, weird. 
I'm half and half because I I do, but I don't use the exact shapes. Like they're always like yeah. use a complete oval. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like no, nah, I'm gonna draw it this way because that's what it's gonna actually look like. But you know that's what yeah. an artist can do. I mean, once you have a talent, you you have it. I mean, it's. I mean, that's why yeah. not a lot, not everyone can do it, and that's why some people are like, "Wow, that's so amazing!" I'm like, I just scribbled this in two seconds. I, it's not that great. Right. Some people think it's great, so who knows? But anyways, those are the two books I just got recently, and I'm looking to get the the Marvel Ar- Arthur Adams one because it's fu- it's an omnibus. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about it right now is getting me hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Um, okay, so I moved. Unreal. Oh, girls. On- oh, yeah, I mentioned that already. <laughs> uh, oh, Ace Freely. So, are you a fan of Ace Freely? Uh, not particularly. Like, I mean, you know, I, I'm not even a huge Kiss fan. You know, I just like. I guess I should have mentioned I, that first. Growing thing. up, I liked the Destroyer album. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's funny, like, because I've been, because uh, I love his music. I mean, I love him as a like uh-huh. an artist, but I know he's a scumbag. I mean, from the all the stories it's you hear it. and all that. Yeah. I mean, uh. That's what I'm getting to is like I've I've been listening to the Paul Stanley and the um Gene Simmons audiobooks. Okay. <laughs> all they do is diss each other. I mean, uh Gene Simmons, he disses Peter Chris and Ace Freely. He doesn't really uh-huh. diss uh Paul. But Paul disses all of them. <laughs> <laughs> like he Paul's like everybody sucks in our band. Yeah, he, he just is like he's like, they're lazy. They don't want to do anything, blah, blah, blah. Gene's all about money. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't, even want Gene, he didn't even want Gene to come to his wedding. Because, like, he's saying, like, because Gene has always had the uh, the idea of wedding or being married was, like, stupid. Or it was, like, an institution or some shit like that. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, Why would I invite him to my wedding? Oh, here's another thing about Paul Stanley that just came to light. That's kind of been out there, but it's kind of also maybe a conspiracy theory in a way. But do you remember the band Warrant? Yeah. Okay, so the lead singer, Jamie Lane, uh, I think he died back in, like, 2008, maybe after, maybe sooner, I'm not sure. But, you know, like, you know, for years, people kind of made fun of Warrant because they were, like, kind of a side product of Poison. Or, like, people always made fun of Winger because, you know. Yeah. Not just the name. (laughs) Yeah, didn't Winger come from Bon Jovi or something? I don't know. No. He was he was his own thing, but still. Oh, was he? I can't remember. He came. I thought he came from something. That... Oh, he might. But have no, right. Him. I know what you're saying. They they kind of I mean, made fun of these. Uh, I mean, bands, when did, so. I mean, what did pop people? Metal. What did people think when you joined Van Halen after David Lee Roth left? Me? Yeah. When I joined Van Halen, yeah, they they thought that was weird. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know. They, oh, you know what? That was Sammy. Oh, you keep, you keep mixing me up with yeah, Sammy again. Sorry. Yeah. Was that Sammy Hagar guy who can't drive fifty five? Yeah, his love is driving me crazy. Okay, so, <laughs> um, was I saying? Uh, oh yeah, so yeah, just listening to those audio books just kind of gives you a perspective of like how bands actually work and like how the music yeah. industry actually is and how everyone's getting screwed every left. Oh yeah, so what I was saying about Jamie Lane. So apparently, in like his uh. You remember Bobby Brown, the actress who was in the Cherry Pie video, the blonde chick? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. So, and she did a few other things too, but she married Jane Lane and mm-hmm. she 
put out a couple books and like in those books like the tell-all books um mm-hmm. there was something about him being raped and like he never talked about it and like it like you know like how do you talk about something like that you know what i mean as a man mm-hmm. like you know i don't know but apparently it happened to nikki six as well so back in the early 80s like uh Janie lane and nikki six were like you know start getting into the california um club rock scene and they okay. were they were like i don't know uh, i don't know how to explain it but they were like cute young men or something like that and they were joining this club now all these clubs are owned by these rich old gay dudes like uh who was okay. who was the uh, most the uh, eddie eddie uh wonderland murders um shit what's his name i don't know but if anybody knows that story about the wonderland murders uh whoever that guy was eddie something or other that in boogie nights the guy that um that played dr octopus in the spider-man movies the guy who was in boogie nights that producer rich guy that was like i'm not dancing, sure yeah i'm, I'm dancing i don't to, um, follow up pop culture anyway I, anyway <laughs> apparently he owned all these gay cl- i mean they weren't I mean, they were gay clubs. I mean, I think one was called the Ozone or I don't know. There's a whole lot of shit about that. But basically what came to light is that either uh, Paul Stanley or um, uh, what's his name? Judas Priest guy. Halford. Yeah. Rob Halford. Rob Halford, yeah. That one of those two guys had something to do with it or they were the culprit. And anybody listening, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not the one who came up with this. This, this is all out there, so. Don't blame me. Someone claims Rob Halford or someone raped uh, Jamie Lane. Yep. Jamie Lane. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, what what was he wearing? Maybe he had it coming. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah, exactly. Just kidding. (laughs) That was that was his excuse. Don't don't write into us, guys. (laughs) (laughs) It was the eighties. Come on, everyone fucked each other. So, but yeah, just to hear that. Wearing one of these cute mesh halter tops. Yeah. Exactly. Like. Hmm. And that's another thing too. Is like back then. that's another thing too. Is like whenever I think about that, like after Halford came out, it's like, are you serious? You didn't know that? <laughs> I mean, who? How many kids in the eighties had a fucking poster of this guy in a fucking tight leather <laughs> on their wall? You know like, what though? I, I didn't. I didn't know that. I mean, till till he came out in the whatever it was nineties. I mean, yeah. I, well, I, I, you know, I didn't suspect it, but but now it's kind of funny. I mean, yeah. now it's all looking back i mean that's kind of what i'm getting with paul stanley is like whenever you watch a kiss video or listen to him sing or anything that he does dude that guy is so gay i mean it's not i mean he might be bi i mean i'm sure he's bi because i mean he got married and all that shit blah 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 but people have beards i'm just saying people have beards i mean he's never grown one but internally anyway what i'm saying is that dude that guy is so gay <laughs> it's it's just Wait, so. What are you saying, Raven? <laughs> <laughs> it's so apparent. I mean, like, just the way uh, he dances, the way he talk, dude. Everything. <sighs> it, but it, it goes to show you, it's like we didn't really care. You know, what I mean, I mean, no. I still don't care. But it's like, if he had anything to do with that crime, then yeah, something should happen from it. But whatever. But you know, it goes back to um, I can't remember. I think I was listening to Joe Rogan. He was talking about um. Uh, uh, reading Don Henley's autobiography, and, uh-huh. and there was something about how Don Henley would just like get like ten girls, and he would just have them standing there naked in front of him until he was ready to 
do something with one of them and he would like choose them and i don't know but that's the thing what i was saying earlier is like when you have money you can have you can make that shit happen and there's no shortage of uh men and women out there that will take that money to do such thing you know because you know life's hard you know you got rent runs due (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) and that's what i'm just doing this stuff for free (laughs) (laughs) well you've always been a little bit of a slut i I can get paid (laughs) you little slut 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 (laughs) so but yeah i mean i'm just putting that out there because you know i mean we can all sit here and like argue up and down oh no it didn't but shit man yeah. Anyway, I, I don't really even, you know, it's interesting. I, I'm always hearing these, um, I, I hear it from you, but I don't really follow all the celebrity news and stuff, you know, like on, yeah. on stuff like that. So it's interesting what you dig up yeah. listening to different shows and reading books and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing too. Is like, I don't know. I'm not, I've never been a star fucker. Like I don't really, mm-hmm. I don't care. Like even, I mean, everybody that's listening to the show is like, you kind of, put together that I'm not really into mainstream like I can't stand mainstream anything like whenever I'm at work like when people have TV on I'm just like I don't want to watch this I really don't want to watch this because it's just yeah I don't know man TV I mean I don't know do you uh, who's that one actor uh that was in the young ones uh the main guy uh I, I don't know the names of any of those okay. young one actors you know? uh, he was in I remember the show though drop dead Fred so I think Peter Mayhew, no, Peter Mayhew was Chewbacca, right? That's Chewbacca, yeah, that's <laughs> okay. a Norwegian actor. All right, so I can't remember the guys. I guess I look it up. I got the internet right in front of me, but anyway, <laughs> that actor, there was this really kind of creepy uh, short clip of like someone filming him, and like he noticed, and he turned to the camera, and he's like, ah, man, maybe I have it on my computer. Let me see if I can find it really quick, because it's actually awesome. Oh, hmm. no, you won't be able to. Ah, uh, shit, yeah. You won't be able to hear it, though, so. Anyways, people, you know who this actor is. Go look up that thing. It's like, I don't know, use whatever wording you want to. You know, cryptic message or disturbing message. I don't know, but you'll find it. All you have to do is look hmm. for it. You'll find it. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. Um, What else? Oh, yeah, I wanted to mention earlier, Uh, you are talking about tiki art. Um, mm-hmm. she's not really a tiki artist, but I know she's done a few things. Um, but she, I did a show with her, um, back in 2012, she was my booth mate, uh, Becca Whitaker. Um, I'm not really, oh, I'm not really sure yeah. where to find her stuff anymore. So I haven't seen it in a while, but she, I know Becca Whit- Whitaker. I'm, I'm, I think I'm friends with her on Facebook. Yeah. She oh, does, she does uh I don't know, she does a series called Becca's Bomb Show. Yes, she yes. does some Becca's early Bomb art Show. and stuff. Um but yeah, like, like, art. I'm I'm pretty sure she's still out there. I haven't talked to her in fucking years, but um, Yeah, no, I I do like her art. Yeah. But yeah she's from exactly DeKalb too. Talk. That's pretty much She's Hall. from where? DeKalb. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. She li Oh, I'm not gonna tell you where she lives. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's she lives in the cow or I don't know if she still uh-huh. does, but last I knew she did. Anyway, shout out to Becca. Um Cool. So what else? Hard bodies, forty different languages. Uh, just trying to check my notes here. Oh Enchanted World. I wanted to uh bring that up really quick. You, I think you mentioned you had those books, right? 
Oh yeah, yeah, the Enchanted World. Oh yeah, I collected those. I that was, I spent money on those. Getting you know, I think we mentioned on the show one time. Like I was like, did your parents <laughs> give you a subscription or like? No, I paid for it with my money or my paper route. Yeah, I mean, I had my paper route money. Yeah, that's that. I mean, you know, my money was spent on basically stuff like that, books I liked, and uh, um. Star Wars figures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of, um, I just got a hold of this guy uh, who's on, he does YouTube videos and different social media things, but his name is The Junk Man. Uh-huh. And uh, he basically reviews like old toys or he'll um, he'll talk about like toy lines from the 80s and kind of diss them or whatever. But he's a pretty cool guy. And I, I did some artwork for him recently and um, oh, I reached out to do an interview. So he, we're gonna plan to do one soon. I had to get my new equipment though, so. Oh yeah. Hopefully that happens soon. Um, oh but, yeah, I'll, I'll tune into that. You have to send me a link when that goes down. <laughs> uh, let me let me copy this commercial real quick and put it on my phone so the, everyone can hear it together, not just the listening audience. Um, but yeah, Enchanted World. Like, I remember seeing. I remember these books laying around every now and then. Like it, not my brothers didn't have them, but like the neighbor had them, I think. And yeah. the only reason I knew what they were is because I, I remember seeing the commercials like when I was a kid and just being scared. I remember like specifically, it was like, um, ah, shit. Like I think is, uh, what am I thinking? Um, oh, it was like a calendar or like a, you know, those ripoff calendars that have just the date. Mm-hmm. And like it showed up a number 13 or something like that. And mm. it just always like stuck with me. It's like 13 is bad. And then later in my yeah. life, I was like, oh, 13 is like an unlucky number kind of bullshit, blah, blah, blah. But it always, it stemmed from that commercial with Vincent Price. So yeah. um, let me load this into where the hell is my. You gonna play the Vincent Price commercial? Yeah. Let me load into my yeah, I, phone. Yeah, I was a huge fan of Vincent Price, so of course, you know, I used to see that commercial. I was like, oh, I gotta get this series. This is cool. And I, obviously, I liked all that mystical stuff, you know, sorcery and witchcraft, and yeah. ghosts, and, you know. I know. Weren't you a apprentice of Aleister Crowley for a little time? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's how I first heard about you because uh, Pat O'Malley was like hey have you heard the Satanist dude they hang out with uh, Kenneth Gage <laughs> I'm like uh, I'm not really into Satan but I'm sure he sounds like a cool guy then <laughs> <laughs> he popped up I don't know I don't know what you guys are talking about no you know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about <laughs> um, damn it alright yeah, Sorry. I'm. I may have a, a a couple occultist friends, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Brian Warner. Uh, <laughs> he played Paul in the Wonder Years, if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those rumors. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, sorry, I'm doing. I'm looking at three different screens right now, trying to find where I put this clip at. Okay, there it is. Uh. That's a guy who disappeared, by the way. Brian Warner, like from he kind of cancel culture, went away, and there's you don't hear about Marilyn Manson anymore. 
Yeah, dude, rightfully I mean, so. Talk about a guy that was big and just completely gone. Not even, I never even hear a tune of his on the radio. Yeah, dude, that's what, there's a lot of things that we shouldn't hear anymore. Like fucking, uh, what's that one sh- uh, song, Rock and Roll Part 2 or something like that? That Gary Glitter song? The one's like, dun, 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 dun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary yeah. Glitter, yeah. Yeah, that dude was like a pedophile. We were yeah, all, I, we were I, all I singing it at Jason fucking sports Reason. events. Like, yeah, yeah. Gary Glitter, he's got these. His songs are still played on the radio. Yep. They didn't, they didn't cancel him. Nope. And, and he's probably one of the worst ones. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Maybe there's too much money to be made. Yeah. That's that's like, hey, we can't cancel everybody. We got we got money to make. Yep. And you know, I'm not one to rain anybody's parade. (laughs) Unless you're into that kind of thing. Unless it comes to child molesting, I'm like, no, Gary Glitter, stop it. Stop touching me, Gary. Stop (laughs) it. Shit, where'd I put it? Hold on. It has different Oh, Time Life, that's what it's called, okay. Yeah, Time Life's uh, Enchanted World, yeah. There it is. I okay. wish I had my entire collection. It, I, I think my... my uh, do, you, I, do you have any of I, them? I used to... Yeah, I know, I, I, I have some of them now, but they're ones I picked up from garage sales and whatnot. But my original collection of them all... Ended up in the hands of my uh, brother and sister-in-law, oh. and when they and my brother and sister-in-law got divorced, <sighs> I think she she absconded with them or something. Like, I don't care what you I, do in your life, Tommy, but adorable. I'm keeping the Enchanted World books. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like so, I have no idea where those that stuff ended up. You know, like I I lost stuff. So. You know, yeah. things I gave to friends and relatives. And... Oh, speaking of, I know this kind of sounds shitty of me. Actually, two things. Um, I would like another package from you of just random shit. Uh huh. Because that was one of the coolest days of my life was like when you came over that one time when I was living in Madison to go help me uh-huh. to take me to get my new car. Like you just brought this yeah. smorgasbord of sh- just stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like awesome, but the main thing was like you brought me Devilman three, and I uh-huh. think I think I mentioned this to you before, but like I, I had I've been look I had been looking for that DVD for years, and I mean yeah. I never pulled the trigger to actually buy it off eBay or anything, but like it just showed you just gave it to me. I was like, holy shit, fucking awesome, yeah. All right, let me see if this is it. Yes. Sometimes I just clean up my collection and winnow stuff down, and I'm like, yeah, I got too much stuff. Yeah, and that stuff I need. So, oh, yeah. So, the other shitty thing oh, go ahead. is that um, Hard Rock Zombies finally came out on Blu ray. Yeah, we were, we, that's funny. We were joking about that. Like, it, it was never going to come out, and it finally did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but famously, <laughs> me and, uh, me and, uh, uh, Nick made fun of you for it because you uh <laughs> you put a comment on a trailer on YouTube saying that it was coming out in some kind of false company. And I'm like, I oh, did? Yeah. I think you got some false information. I mean, you didn't make it up, but you got from somewhere uh-huh. and I'm like, What? I've never heard this. And I looked it up and I couldn't find anything. I'm like, 
you just make the shit up. So, <laughs> so it, you know, I'm kind of mad. No, I'm not mad, but since you, uh, you know, dashed my hopes three years ago about this, <laughs> I think it's your job to buy me that Blu-ray. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So it's, it's like 20 bucks. So shouldn't break. Uh, the bank. I can afford it. Yeah. So I have a rich wife. Well, I have well, a wife who has a rich husband. Yes. <laughs> That's what she tells me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, so yeah, it's uh, Hard Rock Zombies. It's a double feature with uh, Slaughterhouse Rock, I think. But, hey, send me your new address if I don't have it, and when we're done with this show, I will. I don't know if I have your new physical address or your mailing address. You don't. I I haven't changed anything yet. I need to get onto that. I was kind of I was kind of waiting until I wanted to see if I was acclimating enough, and I'm like, uh-huh. okay, I'm good. So. I'm going to start changing all my shit now. But yeah, I will send okay. it to you, definitely. Because I want a package, yeah. goddammit. I'll send you, yeah, a, I'll oh, send you a package. Speaking of, um, for Christmas, I mean, I've been I've been accumulating all these things for a while. I'm not going to tell you right right now what it is, but I've been building something for you as well. And eventually I'll put it all together and send it to you. But, cool. Yeah. It's some, I, think, I think you'll really get a kick out of it because it's something you kind of gave to me one time. But it's not a physical thing. But you, you'll get, All you'll right. see, you'll see. Um, cool, cool. Let me download this. In the meantime, I can play this. Here we go. Real witches can take on many forms, transforming from one to another right before your very eyes. Or maybe witches are pure fantasy. Time Life Books presents the enchanted world. The fascinating series that takes Crazy you back the to Mandela the effect, yeah. myths, and spellbinding folktales of ages past into the realm of witches, wizards, ghosts, and goblins. Dare to enter this world where everything is not as it seems, where an innocent traveler such as you can find yourself on dark paths in perilous lands inhabited by strange and magical beasts. Where valiant warriors overcome impossible odds for the sake of the quest. Where ancient mystics defy the very laws of nature. Start your journey into the enchanted world with the first book, Wizards and Witches. You'll encounter powerful sorcerers and sirens weaving their sinister spells. Meet masters of forbidden arts as they probe the unexplainable. Then continue your journey through the mysterious with night creatures magical beasts and ghosts each is luxuriously bound superbly written and rich in beautiful illustrations and masterworks of art so enter a world you may have seen but never recognized and damn that's how long you're gonna talk after all how can you be sure witches don't exist if you don't know what one looks like to order your first book call now 1-800-228-1200 it will be sent to you free for 10 days. Keep it in pay just $14.95 plus shipping and handling. Others will follow about one every other month. Keep the ones you want. Cancel any time. So call 1-800-228-1200. So, do you actually have to... I don't think... I'm pretty sure no one ever sent them back, right? <laughs> I never did. No, you know, There were a couple months, too... Like I thought it was a monthly thing, subscription thing, mm-hmm. but there were a couple times where I got two in a row, like like two, not the same book, but like they sent me two books, and I'm like, oh, I get uh, there's two this month I gotta buy, okay, and I just bought them. Nice. And 
But yeah, I remember them being, I think they, actually, it's funny, this is 1495. When they first came out, I remember them being 11 something, 1195, then it went up to 1495. Did you get it out of a, like, did you get out of an ad or did you do it from TV? Uh, I don't know how I first became aware of them. It could have been in an ad. You know, I, I had a lot of magazines and yeah. might have been something, you know, I did. <laughs> but once 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 you were subscribed, you know, it was like those, you know, yeah, the book of the month club or the science fiction book club or the, you know, the the five out CDs for a penny you know, yeah. or whatever. Those all those book clubs, they or all those clubs, they would just send you this stuff, and you had to cancel. And you know, I was terrible at canceling anything. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's, that, how, that's their bread and butter. Yeah, that's still that's still an industry now. I mean. All these little Is fucking. Is it though, really? I you, I know it exists in other levels, but I didn't know any of that stuff was done that way. Like, I don't think there's a. Is there a science fiction book club anymore? Uh, well, as far as that kind of stuff, I'm not sure. But I'm t- I'm just yeah. speaking of like subscription things in general. Like, there's fucking like Dollar Shave Club and fucking. Uh, yeah. What's that? They got other versions of it. Now. Yeah, like, like every podcast list, like, you want a boner? Get some blue chew. I'm like, I'm my boner's okay. but i'll try it (laughs) um yeah but it's like all these things that you get subscriptions to but then you forget you have them it's like wait why why am i getting charged 10 bucks this year or this month or well you know but you know there's like tons of things like that those are just like two off that top of my head but all right um something else i want to oh speaking of order uh ordering things i I'm, I was so happy about this telling you, but then I was like, oh, yeah, you live in a legal state, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's this uh, company called Mood, or like Hello Mood, I think it's called. But it's, it, Yeah, you were telling me about this. Yeah, but it's like uh, uh, THC, which is legal. I mean, it still gives you the mm-hmm. same same effects and everything, but it's like yeah. some kind of weird loophole where like you can have it. And like they send you a little card. I ordered some. They send you a little card that says this product should not be confiscated or some kind of shit. And it gives you all the, like these facts and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, hmm. it's kind of funny. Cause you can just have like, I mean, it's real weed, but like, if you have like real, real weed, can you just present yeah. that card? I'm like, no, no, no officer. This is uh, it's, I can have this. I'm like, man, fuck you. <laughs> and this beat me over the head with a baton. And send me in the squad. Anyway, <laughs> But yeah, I tried it, and it's actually. I'm surprised your state hasn't gone legal yet, Wisconsin. Yeah, there was something. There's something about the politician. I think uh, the guy who who who's the mayor now, he um, his uh, whole campaign was about something like that. It's like his uh, ads were like, "I'm into legalizing marijuana," and he like showed a bunch of people dancing around, being fucking hippies and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, <laughs> dude, is that what you think of us, you motherfucker? <laughs> so but yeah that was like his whole platform but it still hasn't happened and that's the thing too like everyone yeah. everyone here is fucking high you know like yeah. almost everyone i work with like i'm not high at work but like everyone else <laughs> is and i'm like what the hell how can you guys get away with this and i can't you know it's like anyway yeah <laughs> I, I i walk around the corner and i see a, a a vape vape puff and it's it doesn't just smell like strawberries. It smells a little THC ish, and I'm like, okay, guys, yeah. why don't you fucking share with me? But anyway, um, but that's yeah, the I thing. smell that in the gym all the time. I'm going to the gym and in the elevator, it's like, man, someone was just in here vaping away yeah. their marijuana. Like this, 
Who wants to go be that high and work out at a gym? <laughs> That's just weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I don't know. I'm. I know this. I don't know how we've never really talked about this stuff. I mean, we're both potheads, but it's like I don't. I don't. I don't have to be high, but. It's, wait, wait, it's I'm my... not acknowledging. I'm not. I'm not admitting anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh come now, come off it. You're, you're, you know, everyone knows by now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that voice. I know it's pretty awesome. That was a good. One. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what's your conscience? Oh, this is more your conscience. Yeah. You need to stop raving. <laughs> Hard rock zombies on Blu-ray. <laughs> You know, when you're doing that voice, that, that reminds me of um, the, the voice of God from the, uh, the um, oh, oh, my, my sign, our real genius. Yeah, real genius. Yeah. I couldn't think of the title for a second. Did, um, you, did you know that Val Kilmer actually has a CD out? Oh, 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 <laughs> Does hold, he? Let me, yeah, let me, uh, let me go look it up really quick because uh, he's got this really heinous song called all children are beautiful. Yeah, huh. it's it's fucked up. Let me uh, you, you vamp for a little bit. Let me go check this out. Let me go download. Yeah, there you go. You know. Yeah. Um. Oh my god. Oh, I think there's three of them. Hold on a second. This is the first one. I just watched a documentary a while ago. That Val Kilmer documentary. That's pretty good. Is a Val Kilmer documentary? Yeah, it's on a it, it's a Amazon Prime free oh movie, God. I think. But, yeah, it was, it was a documentary about his life. Uh, he um and it uses a bunch of old footage. He had a he had a video camera back in the eighties, and he always took it and shot behind the scenes footage when he was making movies. So he has all this footage that he shot while he was making, you know, Real Genius and Top Gun and all this all these other films he was in. Oh, I was gonna say because like that's a reason why I have um I I always like video cam like all the events uh, that are going on in my life because mm-hmm. um with the kids and all that because like when I was a kid like or like growing up I would always watch documentaries or whatever biopics of people and they always had like uh family footage and shit and I'm like yeah. I don't have any of that shit <laughs> my fa- my <laughs> family never had a video camera. You know, I, I have a beta tape and a VHS tape of of movies I made in the 80s, mm-hmm. and I'm going to send it into like one of these companies like Memory Box or whatever to turn it into a DVD. Oh, dude, I, so can, do that that. I, can, I can do that shit. You can do that shit? Yeah. How, how do you do that? You don't have a, you have a beta player? Oh, oh, I don't, no, I don't have a beta, but there's, um, there's like converter things for that. I have a... Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I can't really. <laughs> I I mean, I, I'd rather have a professional company yeah. that, you know, can clean up your tape <laughs> for you, you and fix it. Because I think one of my tapes needs splice. I know how to splice. All you got to do is take out that goddamn pair of scissors and cut that shit. You, yeah, you just get some scotch tape and just cut it up and you'll be fine, man. Just cut out that little mangled section. I'll tell you one damn thing. it a little bit. I did some surgery on my Three Stooges cartoon tape when I was a kid. It worked just <laughs> yeah, yeah. as good. Or... I, I I did fix a VHS or beta tape before, but I I don't want to mess with it now. It's oh, I would rather have a professional do it. Too much porn to watch. Stuff, you know, 
I could be watching porn. Say, re- rescue my my videotapes from the eighties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I have tons of shit too. Like I remember, I, I, I got stuff that Pat Pat and I did movies. Ooh, that'd be I some bet gold, you that. dude. Yeah, right, so got Pat. Um, the Star Wars documentary. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, I watch it every now and then just because. One, I miss you guys, but two, like it's just fun to watch. But um, yeah, I I, I talked to Pat uh, probably about four years, probably been longer than that now, like five years ago, about doing another documentary with like uh-huh. just adding more to it and you know just making a better one because like that one was so short and it only basically yeah. covered this, you know, because Dean wasn't part of it and like mm-hmm. Dean has a whole, I mean, he has a whole subsection to his shit. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and you well, Pat doesn't want anything to do with I know that's what I'm saying it's like maybe I'll just do an independent one like Star Worlds yeah. the dirty secret <laughs> <laughs> no I'm just kidding no, there's a lot of stuff you know I've mentioned to Pat before it would be cool to use Star Worlds as a background for a, a horror film or something weird like to, to really make our own little underground movie and something fun but Paul. I, I think he's, a, he's worried that I'm going to do something wild or crazy that will will ruin the family fun image he's created for his company you know? yeah that's exactly it too like, so he's very guarded about the whole thing and yeah. but you know I, I get it I also I want to mention something too, kind of it's a kind of a contradictory, but so I I think it was an interview that I did with him years ago where he was talking about like you know being kid friendly and like taking out what dark stalkers or something like that. Remember that? Uh-huh. You remember that game? Okay, because there was like bouncy boobies or whatever. But do you remember he had that um that spring break pinball machine? Yeah, yeah, that's got a blatant wet t-shirt chick on the couch. Oh, yeah. No, I know, I know. I, yeah, I mean... Right. Yeah. yeah. He's not a moral prude, obviously, <laughs> but... Uh, oh, we know yeah. he's not. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah. what we're saying, too. It's like, you know, he's got a family yeah. business and blah, 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 so it's not... Yeah, it's like a family little balancing friendly. act, I guess you gotta do. You don't want to well, be too... It's, it, I guess it's a family business, too. He's got most of his relatives that pop in and out, helping out. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, but I mean, you always got to be kid friendly. You don't want to scare people and think, "Oh, all you arcade people are degenerates." We know arcade people yeah, are degenerates. We already know. <laughs> <laughs> we grew up in the '80s as degenerates, but you know, we can't help. There's it. a whole subset of people who haven't figured that out. <laughs> yeah, that's that, oh, that's another thing too. Is like um, going back to these um, uh, these uh, video game documentaries, like Chasing Ghosts or King of Kong or. Uh, Nibbler or uh, mm-hmm. Man vs. Snake. Like, there's yeah. so many, like, behind the scenes stories that could be told as well that, oh, yeah. that aren't told because, you know, certain things. And that even goes back yeah. to what I was saying about the kiss, like, how they were dissing each other. It's like, no one ever knew these little secrets. They just saw kiss performing on Ed Sullivan. Not Ed Sullivan, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ed Sullivan. He was performing and with Elvis all. and the Beatles. Kiss. Really big shoe. Really big shoe, did he? <laughs> I, I like that. You know, me TV has. Uh, I don't know if you get that up in Wisconsin. There, I'm pretty sure we do. I I just don't. Well, yeah, it's. I know it's yeah. in Milwaukee. I didn't know if it was in your Madison viewing area. It yeah, it is somewhere. Um, but uh, they've been showing all these uh, retro old episodes of uh, um, 
Sullivan? Ed Sullivan. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is something, you know, I didn't grow up with Ed Sullivan. He, he wasn't on the air when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm not that old. I know. It's, so that, that's only, it's kind of fun to watch that, that stuff now. Yeah, speak, that's why I said really big shoe, because that's all I know of them. Like seeing that clip right. or like the Beatles or whatever. It's like, the Beatles. It's like, <laughs> all right. Old, you know, my, uh, when I think of old shows, I think of this shit my grandparents watched. Yep, and they watched Junction. a lot of Hee Haw. Oh, Hee Haw. Hee Haw. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Hee Haw seemed like a great show, Hell. actually, now that I look back on it. But I mean, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I always thought it was going to be a cartoon, but then all these fucking old dumb asses came out like, oh, but I'm like, what yeah, yeah. Jimmy Joe, Bob, Joe, Bob. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, um, when I was a kid, Lawrence Welk was still on, and my grandparents would watch Lawrence, the old Lawrence Welk show. Oh, man, I have no idea who that is. Lawrence Welk? Mm-hmm. Well, his show was still going on in the 70s. So. I mean, I've heard the name, but I've, I don't think I have any kind of recollection. He, he, he did a, a, you don't know Lawrence Welk, he, he does um. He does easy listening music, basically, you would call it today, you know. But I mean, he just did a variety music show. There are a million of them like it, but oh. Is it he that? was known for his bubble machine and some of this. <laughs> <laughs> or was that an actual. He, what is that song? He had a, he had a lot of uh, polka music on his show ah. when polka music was big. <laughs> yes. You know, ironically, I was just thinking about how. I used to listen to Weird Al a lot when I was a kid, and like yeah. he would he would do on every album he had like a polka that was like a mi- a mash a mix match of um, modern songs, but he'd actually yeah. sing the real lyrics to them and all that. But it was to, yeah. to polka, and he would like do like I don't know like twenty different songs in one song or something. And I was thinking yeah, back well, to Weird that. Al's dad was on the Lawrence Welk show. Oh wow! Yeah. Wait, are you talking about the? That's not his dad. Are you talking about that other Al? Uh, what's his name? Frank Yankovic? Frank, or? yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, not yeah. His, that's not his dad. That's like some That's not, not actually his dad. That's no. his uh that's just a, a name he chose. <laughs> yeah. They're not related. I thought that was actually his dad. I know. I used to do when I was a kid, when I would go buy those tapes, I I would always Weird Al was the only tape or like when you you know, you go to the store and like they had those tapes and those white uh yeah things. Yeah. So you'd see the whole catalog of Weird Al and like, oh, this one, this one. But uh, I remember yeah. there was like because Yankovic would be there yeah. would be the other name there too. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who is this motherfucker? <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Oh, I want to mention Slab City. What do you What do you know about Slab City? Slab City, what's that? Is that is that a comic? No, it's um, it's that like uh, community out in California. It's like oh. the last free, um spot because it was like a mil back in like i don't know the 60s or something it was like a military base but then i mean they still do military mm-hmm. shit out there but like people moved out i there. think i vaguely heard about that yes yeah it's like a giant trailer park basically yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's cool i mean i i don't know if i'd want to live there but if like push comes to shove i would yeah i i guess i would have to <laughs> I, I think my friend Larry Wessel knows about that. He might have shot some stuff out there. Yeah, I his think. His underground think, movies. Yeah. And I was going to mention that, too. Isn't that the guy that did, like, the Palace of Wonder or something like that? Yeah, Palace of Wonder. Yeah, he just he just went. I, I was just talking to Larry not too long ago. He went to Australia 
for a little uh, underground movie festival because his his movie placed uh, I don't know if it placed number one, but it was it was up on the underground movie list or whatever nice. in Australia. So he went and did a little uh, festival for it. It's pretty cool. Oh, speaking, he'd of never been to Australia before. So, uh, have did you ever uh, engage in the um, uh, Turkey Testicle Festival in Myron? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever hear about it? No. Oh my god, dude! When, so back in the eighties, like as soon as you like drove into the city of Byron, like once you go across that bridge, um, like right when you get into into town, there was like this big building, and on the front of it, it had this like turkey that had its hand over its junk. Huh. And like as a kid, I used to see this image. I'm like, what's going on there? I'm like, oh, that's where they eat turkey balls. I'm like, turkey balls. I didn't even know what balls were at the time. I thought they were just made. You know, they get some turkey, make balls out of them or something. Yeah, ball shaped. You think you're like, okay. Yeah, but it's people, it was like a tradition. They ate turkey testicles, like, like cooked them. And, In Byron, Illinois, over by the nuclear power plant? Yeah. Huh. I'll, I'll see if I can find, hey, let me write this down. I'll see if I can find some images well, of it. I knew those people weren't right. I know. That's what I'm telling you. They eat turkey the balls. Turkey testicle festival is what it was called. But they had like a—I don't know if it was like some kind of cult either. I like because it seemed like a moose lodge type thing, or <laughs> moose lodge. But yeah, so, um, uh, Hard Rock Zombies Blu-ray. Oh, Curse of the Cannibal Confederates. All right, so, uh, one of my favorite direct i mean, he's only directed two things, maybe three, but he kind of helped when he moved to Hollywood. He helped out on a lot of the cool B movies at the time, like Doctor Alien, and um, oh shit, what was the other? Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, mm-hmm. and he can we also, do Doctor Alien for the show? Uh yes, but we can do it again. Some <laughs> <laughs> of my favorite movies. Um, we could even I could even get a hold of Gino Andrews who uh, starred in it. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Um, because I didn't yeah. back at the time when I um interviewed him for Hard Rock Zombies, I had no idea he was in Doctor Alien. So, and we can talk about, yeah. about all kinds of cool shit he did. But anyway, um. The director Tony Malinowski, um, which I still have to put that show out because I, um, I think it's 2012. Uh, um, Kid Frankenstein, Fake Shump, and I did an interview with him where we reviewed The Bride of Frankenstein and King Kong. Mm-hmm. And back then, he was trying to tell me this information about King Kong, and like I was like, "What?" And he was talking about the the two guys. Um, the two or the two characters in it, the um, the explorer guy, and then the main uh, act. I don't know. Both the guys that were fighting over Jane or whoever the chicks, mm-hmm. uh, Fay Ray. Um, that was based on two real people, and a conspiracy out there now is that dinosaurs were never real, and it, it was part of like, um, after King Kong came out, that's when the dinosaur boom started. And it goes back to uh, Windsor McKay's artwork too, because like before, uh, before the Lost World and all these dinosaur movies start coming out, he was creating like these. I mean, he did Gertie the Dinosaur, and if you know that is the old animation, yeah, one of the first animations. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah the, the cartoon dinosaur. I remember, yeah. yeah. So, but he was the he was the influence for what the brontosaurus looked like, and like. And as we all know, like brontosaurus have changed what they look like all 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 these years later, and then now it's a bird. <laughs> you know, I mean, 
just uh put a pin in this is like um basically king kong was the telling of those two guys and they made a movie about them and i don't i don't know who they were but one was a scientist and one was like a explorer so i don't i don't know there's a lot more to look into but i don't give a fuck right now so um yeah yeah uh or adam steve stevens oh paul sabu so paul mm-hmm. sabu the guy who did our theme song our hard rock yeah them. and hard rock zombie soundtrack he uh yeah yeah he, but he does the theme song to retro 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 <laughs> yep. which everyone heard at the beginning of this show <laughs> um, <laughs> as a reminder yeah but he uh he came with a new album last year uh camera oh called. yeah what? did i did you get that no i want to though oh no, um, Nick. Oh, so you you need that. You need me send you that along with your copy of Hard Rock Zombies. Yes, on that'd be, yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's see, Hard Buddies. Oh, I didn't pull it up here. Shit. Okay, so anyways, you can look him up, but he's got this really cool song called Candy. Um. Okay. So check that shit out. All right. Um. I think those are all the. Let me see if I got any more notes here. Manchester Morgue. Six. Oh, um, a movie I want to mention to everyone really quick is that, uh, so years ago, I mean, I think it was like 2010, maybe 2011, there's this movie that came out called Sexy Killer. And it was uh, from Spain, I think, or somewhere on there. But um, it started, uh, starred this lady called, uh, her name is Macarena, Macarena, Sanchez or Ortiz or I don't know something Spanish sounding, but the movie itself (laughs) (laughs) vague, but uh, the movie itself is fucking amazing. It's about this this woman who's a model, and she basically it's almost like Deadpool. She's like talking in third or talking breaking the fourth wall the whole movie. Uh Okay, but basically she's a serial killer, and it kind of goes along like she's trying to find love and like I mean she's. She's a deplorable character, but you sympathize with her because she's the main character. And like, you know, anyway, it's a movie. But um, the movie is it, it, just everything in it is cool. Like the women in it are very beautiful. The premise of the movie is just so odd. I mean, it's like American. I, I don't know. I think I saw a blurb one time. Someone said like it's American Psycho meets um, Clueless, maybe. Okay. I'm not sure, but something like that. But um. Yeah, but then there's zombies in it too later. So yeah, it's it's a really cool movie. If you can check, I think it's on Amazon because I haven't been able to find it. I have a copy of it like from years ago. I I think the last time I watched it was when I was working on Cell Phones and Cigarettes too. <clears throat> and I've always wanted to like review it on the show, but I wanted to wait till we got into like a later year because I think like when I first started the show, we couldn't do anything past 2005. But then I, I think I bumped that up to 2015 now. Because 2015 is kind of retro. <laughs> All right. Anyway, check that movie out, everyone. Um, all right. So I guess we can start doing the movies. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> An hour in. What movies are we talking about now? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll get to that in one second. Let me get my notes. Friends art. Okay, so yeah, like I mentioned earlier, we were going to do uh, The Vampire's Coffin. But, like I said, um, the only version that's available like online, I mean, without downloading it, is uh, on 
uh, YouTube, and it's the uh, Commander USA version. Which well, the, is, the Spanish version I did see on Tubi under another title. Oh, cool. Yeah, maybe there's some. Um, maybe but, you can do a sub or uh, either subtitles or maybe it's dubbed. I, I don't think it had subtitles. That was the problem. Oh, okay. Because some of those so, movies on Tubi you can do that with, but. Yeah, right. You you have a choice. Yeah, I, I think I saw that and I was like, oh, okay, I'm not gonna watch this whole movie now in <laughs> Spanish right now. So oh, I probably could get by a little bit. But I guess what I'm saying is that, um, uh, well, if if it is on there, all three of these movies are on Tubi. So anybody listening right now, you can go check these out at your own leisure. And if uh, we give a good rating, maybe that'll invoke you. So first movie on the docket. It's about a vampire that has TB, right? Tuberculosis? Yeah. Uh, Yes. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that was a long way to go for the <laughs> vampire coffin joke. He 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 got out of the he got he, he got discharged from the military because he had TB. Yeah, yeah, I got dad jokes. <laughs> um, stepdad jokes. <laughs> stepdad jokes, okay. <laughs> um, where's the trailer? Let's see. Oh, before we move on, let me play a little bit of that Val Kilmer song. Oh, yeah. I was just walking on the beach with my kids today. We didn't have no plans, yeah, we just lazed and played. Lazed. Then I played a game. Who could be the most truthful? And I said, in all the world, they were the most beautiful. But my daughter said no. And I said, oh. And she said, Daddy, look around. Look around. She said, oh. She said, oh. Children are beautiful. Children are beautiful. All right, stop now. Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, you, you, you did your own version of that. <laughs> that was the Raven remix. Oh my god, dude. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard it, and I'm not gonna look it up right now, but. When I was like probably eight or nine, probably like ten, maybe anywhere around there, um, I recorded myself singing to Richard Marx on the radio because uh-huh. <laughs> I, I figured out how to hook in the microphone to the microphone jack and like you could you know how you used to it had a two tape yeah. deck so you could like dub shit anyway yeah uh-huh. so like while the song was playing I was singing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I sound so breathy, and oh my god, it was. Maybe I'll put you know what I'll put it at the end of this episode. You, yeah, you got any of those recordings? You got to put those on. Man. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's getting yeah, weird. Anyway, all right. Speaking so, of which, not to get off our subject, we're about to review our next movie, which I think is Hard Bodies. Are we doing first? Or are we going to yes, do the other one? Hard Bodies. Okay. Um. Your book? Are are you are you going to put out an art book? You know. This uh, Amazon Kindle KDP Select, you can now publish these great looking books. 
Oh, you can do hardcovers. You know, you can you 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 upload them. You can uh, they have to be in PDF format, mm-hmm. but you you do the covers for them and then the interior of the book and uh, and it can be like a print on demand uh, type thing. Yeah, it's a print on demand thing. Yeah, and you just you just come up with it yourself and you do it from your Amazon account and it's basically all profit and you you got international or worldwide distribution. You know? All right. That's good news. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. I've been looking at that because I've been thinking about putting out some stuff. and Scream of the Werewolf uh, 2? Electric Boogaloo? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not done oh. with my sequel to Face the Screen Werewolf, but I mean, I got so many projects that uh, I'm, I'm thinking of using Kindle. Uh, I mean, uh, Amazon KDP Select. What, what would you think Ray Bradbury would think of them naming a book service Kindle. Yeah, right. Because of Fahrenheit <laughs> four five one. Yeah, just um, wandering. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of odd. I agree. Because they were trying to do. You know, we lost our we lost our power a couple weeks ago, and uh, my wife just spent the day reading a book on a weekend. So I never I knew you could do this. Good shit. She had a real old fashioned book because. You know, her phone power would have gone out fast as she was reading Kindle. <laughs> yeah. I know. And, you know, it's a funny thing, too, is like you've been hearing about how like Teslas are having trouble charging in the winter now. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, there you go. During rec- oh, oh, yeah. oh I, before we go to the movie, I want to mention more about Slab City. So mm-hmm. I think I had heard about it before, but um, while playing Grand Theft Auto Five, like I never... I never play any of the missions. I just kind of fucking explore. And most of the time, I just let the my um, nieces and nephews play it. And before anybody gets on my case about that, I censor it. Like, I, I modified it so, like, there's no, like... I mean, there's still violence, but there's... You know, like, when you walk around the city, like, just randomly, someone will call you a motherfucker. <laughs> and, like, I, <laughs> I found that out pretty quick. I'm like, I wonder if there's something I can do. So I changed it so, like, it made it kid friendly. They could actually play the game and not. Oh, there, there are rating changes you can make on it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I've never even played them, so I don't know. I've watched people play the early versions. Yeah, it, well, that's that's one thing about Grand Theft Auto is like I when I first saw someone playing three, I thought how mm-hmm. I thought it was an amazing game because it's just like wow, you're you're proposition a hooker. And then you can beat them to take your money back. All right. That's kind of cool. <laughs> but, you know, I would just watch people play it because it looked too complex. Because I think back then, before I got, a, I didn't even get a PS2 for years. But anyway, what I'm getting at is Grand Theft Auto V. When you actually see the graphics of this or like when you play it, like it, or when you're actually playing on, I'm not sure how it is on the consoles, but on PC, it's like so submersive, like, or immersive, like you're, uh, you're in it. Like, it's it's like it's like well basically it's like being in california and um i don't know i guess for the past few couple of years i've been like fantasizing maybe i've been california dreaming if you will <laughs> but like one of the main things in the game is like you can go to this area where it's it's like a huge trailer park but i guess it's based off of slab city because like there's this huge mound where like there's like these it's a big art piece basically of like you know, people saying, hello, aliens, hello, world, blah, 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 live in peace, all that kind of shit. So, and I think that was, like, the main, or that was the original concept of Slab City, is, like, people wanted to go somewhere where the, it was 
um, uh, outside of the jurisdiction of the U.S. government, I guess, or like, because like apparently if you go there, like you're, you don't get bothered by anybody, and yeah, I guess a lot of crime happens there too. But like a lot of people fend for the or fend for each other out there. It's I don't know. There's good and bad, and I'm not really sure where I side on it yet because I just kind of started watching documentaries about it, and each one's different. Mm-hmm. Like, like one documentary say things are great. The other one's like, this place fucking sucks. And then, you know, <laughs> you know so you just kind of, I don't know, I guess visiting would be my best course of action, but I don't know if I'd actually want to, but I don't know. But to me, that's what we're I'm saying. We're going to be out in that area. I wonder if we should, my wife and I, we're going to, we're going to Hawaii for a while and then we're going to come back through California and visit yeah. some of her relatives in the LA area. Yeah, it's like, I think it's like a half hour out of Los Angeles or something like that. It's like very close. Yeah. It's it's a. I don't know. I don't know if some. I don't know if the Salton Sea has anything to do with it. I think that's a completely different thing. But mm. maybe that's even East Coast. I'm not sure. But Slab City, it's just fascinating to me. But anyway, um, it kind of. But I guess like playing Grand Theft Auto Five kind of inspired me to like look into making a game myself because. My nieces and nephews were getting into stuff, and it's a way to um, hang out with them. So yeah, um, I'm really interested in your games that you've you've been working on. You've been showing me stuff over the years. Yeah, like I, I know it, I made I made one this past Christmas for my friend uh, Ariel, who's a professional wrestler. Um, I made a game where her and her basically uh, it's her and her family her husband and like her uh six kids and they're all playable uh-huh. characters and they have to fight zombies that are zombie versions of her okay <laughs> so i don't know i just made it up really quick but i gotta go back and revamp it but that's another thing too is like I'm, i want to do that more with people like make custom games for people yeah so i'm still learning i mean i've only been doing this for like a year and a half but i've i've gotten pretty far into it it's it's pretty decent actually but anyway enough about that all right Hard bodies. Here is the trailer. Columbia Pictures proudly presents a minor motion picture event. A film with absolutely no redeeming social value whatsoever. A film that has won not five, not three, but absolutely no Academy Award nominations. A film that luminaries like Bergman, Fellini, Spielberg, and Lucas had absolutely nothing to do with. A film that every critic in America has unanimously hailed as a motion picture. This is Hard Bodies. The film that will teach you important new words like Hard Bodies. Means perfect little foxes down on the beach. BBD. It's a bigger and better deal. And Wuss. Yeah, she said we got a lot more class than an immature boy like you. Oh man. That Wuss. <laughs> that Wuss. It will answer important questions. When it became a romance. You want romance? You read a novel. You want me? I'm upstairs. <laughs> Is that what Marie said to you? Yes. When she was reading that book? <laughs> All the time. Kenneth, dear, if you want romance, read a book. If you want me, I'm yes. upstairs. I'm upstairs. I'm upstairs. <laughs> What's okay. going on upstairs? Fred Rag here is multilingual. He's flipping you off in 48 languages. 
explore the wonders of nature. Look at these hamstrings, these Julius Maximus. This is the body of the 80s. To travel where no man has gone before. And how to effectively plan your day. First, we'll make love. Then we'll go for a jog. And then we can come back and make love again until we bounce off the wall. Sound <laughs> <laughs> like your eggs. Hard bodies is stuffed with fine dialogue. It's over easy, okay? Lavish costumes. Okay, that's a little long. <laughs> <laughs> it is a long. <clears throat> Was this uh for the theatrical release or for the uh, VHS beta release on rental? That's that's a good question. Could yeah. be there. I don't know. Just said trailer, so okay, yeah. let's see what else do I got here. Um eh, I got some music, but I don't know. I'm not going to play all these music because, uh, let's see. Music from Hard Bodies? Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty cool because I just found a bunch a bunch of the music from the movie. I, I, I guess when we originally covered the movie back in the day, I couldn't find all of them. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of seeking them out. And it kind of reminds me of when we uh, did uh, Chopper Chicks and Zombie Town back in 2000, nah, a few years ago, 2019, I think. Oh yeah, it was for the tenth anniversary of the show. Um, I did. Uh, I went online to look up the songs, and I found them all. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" So I've been Ooh. been looking for the songs for years, and uh-huh. even now with the hard buys, I can't find all of them. But I found a good chunk, and uh, a lot of a lot of it's a uh, like SSQ, which is a uh, what's her name, Stacy Q, uh, famous for Two of Hearts. Uh-huh. But uh, she's got synthesite on this one. Um, yeah, which is I, I do remember that synthesite on there. And then, uh, anyway, but yeah, it's got a whole soundtrack. You y'all can listen to it. Um, the main theme is pretty cool. Hard bodies. Let me play a little bit. Yeah. Oh shit. I forgot. Like it doesn't pause, it like restarts it when I push it again. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. Okay. Alright, we'll just get into the goddamn movie. Alright, so um <laughs> it's about this dude. Basically it's about a bunch of beach bums. Um yeah. one in particular, uh Scotty Palmer, who is kind of a Ferris Bueller, Parker Lewis type character, kinda uh uh, finagles his way into things. Kind of, it, um, he's a scammer. Uh, yeah. That's made mention a few times in the movies, like scam and jam is uh, scam and jam and uh, Scotty Palmer. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, he's a cool guy. I mean, he's like he's the anti- uh, protagonist in the movie. He um, he's kind of a scumbag too, though. Like, because he's got a main love interest, which is Christy, but. He's always flirting with other chicks, too, so it's like, you know, is he a really good guy? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not judging guys anyway, but... <laughs> uh, anyway, um, he's got a best friend named Rag, played by Courtney Gaines, who uh, played Malachi in Children of the Corn, I think. The redhead dude? Uh-huh. So, uh, and yeah, they're just like local... Man, what's... I want to say there's a word for it. 
for locals. I know. I thought there was an actual term they used back in the eighties for like the beach bums in I California. Don't know. Is there? I thought so, but I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's got Scotty and Rag are the main two guys, and then Christy and Kimber are like their love interests. Interests, and then there's three old guys that are uh, basically on a vacation. Yeah. Um, where do I L- looking to score with younger women. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts off with Scotty and Christy after a night of lovemaking. And uh, you find out that Scotty's kind of uh, living in squalor. And his three months are up. Hey, what story? Your history here, Deadbeat, that's the story. Adios, your eviction notice. Signed, sealed, delivered in person. You're gone. Whoa, 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 whoa. Chief, what am I, two months behind? Three months. Today's the first, numb nuts. Goodbye. Hey, but wait. No wait, you're gone. Adios, so long. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, this is a longer clip. This goes into... <laughs> so what was that all about? Nothing is handled. Well, what's the rush? Well, it's after nine. You know my sister. Little worry, Wart. You rush off like this when I feel used, you know? It's not just a one-night stand, am I? Oh, no! Three or four nights, okay? (laughs) I've used that line before. (laughs) No, three or four. Um, Royce, special sauce. (laughs) That's gross, Scotty. Do you have any OJ? Oh, Scotty. It's a science project. It's for the landlord. That is gross. So how do you like your eggs? Is over easy okay? Oh, there's set the side. So yeah. You see the squalor he's living in and when he's gonna make the eggs, he like <laughs> he has a spatula, and he looks over and there's like a cricket cr- climbing up the wall, and he hits it. That's what like, is it over easy? Okay. So, um, and then he goes off to the beach, and uh, he and Rag start talking about uh the night, or he and Rag get together, and then um, Christy and Kimber get together, and they're all they're both talking about their sexual escapades from the guy's point of view and the girl's point of view. And then these bums, or not these bums, but like these party dudes show up on the beach. And one of them has to be a young Kane, Hot- Kane Hotter. And so they're disrupting things. Like their dog rips off a top for one of the females on the beach. And it's just, they're starting to cause chaos. And then uh, Scotty confronts them. And he's like, you guys got to move down the beach, blah, blah, blah. But then Rag... Which is one of my favorite parts of this movie is like, and it's something like whenever I've mentioned this to people before, like, oh, it's got the guy doing the flicking you off in four different languages thing. Which is one of the things I remember the most, which I guess I should have started with, was like back in the 80s when I first heard about this movie, it was like uh, a rite of passage to see this. It's almost like when um, when people f- uh, first hear about Porky's or like... Uh, or even like Faces of Death. It's like some of those like notorious movies that like if you see them, like you're in this exclusive club now. 
Right, right. So, like, when I was a kid, if you had seen hard bodies, you were, like, you, you were awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. fourth grade, like, when well, you I know, I didn't, I didn't see hard bodies in the 80s as a kid. I didn't, didn't see it till recently. So, well, it, it's interesting for to me as a perspective on, because, you know, I grew up in the 80s, and I love a lot of things about the 80s. So, uh, it's kind of fun now to look at the 80s-ness of the whole movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, mean, I forgot, numb nuts is a common phrase. <laughs> you know, no one says numb nuts anymore, do they? Yeah. Ah, I haven't heard in a while. Uh, yeah. So, um, shit, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So, basically, they knock over some. He makes the guys knock over some motorcycles, and so the motorcyclists chase them off, and blah blah. So mm-hmm. that's end of the, the those antagonists, and then yeah. we meet the old fuckers. Actually, here, let me play this clip really quick. Yeah. Excuse me. You're gonna have to move on down the beach. Serious quarantined. Who says so? I'm Scotty Palmer, pal. I'm head of the Geek Patrol. Now, do you got a license to be geeking on this part of the beach? <laughs> Look, this is our beach. We live here. And we don't mind sharing with you. Just don't upset the ladies, okay? Well, tell me, dipshit. Who's gonna stop me? <laughs> My friend Rag here, he's multilingual. He's flipping you off. 48 languages. <laughs> so I always thought that was pretty funny. I mean, anyway. Um, so going back to when I first seen this, I didn't see Hard Bodies 1 first. I saw Hard Bodies 2. Oh. And I saw, and the reason why I thought it was so dirty or like so raunchy or, or just bad for a little six-year-old to be watching, it's because it, uh-huh. it started with like, bunch of naked chicks on a pedestal okay i was like whoa (laughs) i was enthralled with it i was like whoa and then my sister and brother-in-law i think they finally saw that i was watching they turned it off (laughs) but like so you what you watched hard bodies too on like vhs or something or on cable yeah it was on cable because it it just came on i think they weren't watching what i was watching yeah and then when they found out they maybe turned it off but so like for years I had like this image that Hard Bodies was like this dirty movie. So mm-hmm. and like when I got in I think it was like fourth grade, like when some kids were talking about it, I was like, Oh yeah, that's that movie where the girls have their tits out. They're like, Yeah. But they were talking about the original. I was talking about the one I thought was the original, but blah blah. So and then someone saw, Yeah, then that guy flicks people off of four different languages. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but so then I found out later or I was at a friend's house. And it came on USA up all night. I was like, whoa, they're showing this on TV? Because I thought it was, you know, dirty. Blah, blah, blah. But it was on USA, so they censored yeah. everything. But yeah, but I didn't get to watch it because, like, we had to go or something like that. But so, yeah. And um, I didn't, and I didn't get to watch it until I think 2009 was when I first stumbled across it again. And I was like, oh, yeah, Hard Bodies. I remember this. I, I'll actually watch it. And I watched it. I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. anyway. But. Um, yeah, I fell in love with it. I'm not really exactly sure why. I mean, maybe it uh-huh. appeals to my sensibilities. Like, I, you know, like watching, I'm not really, it's not something I could jerk off to, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> right, right, right. It's just like, I mean, it doesn't even inspire like those thoughts. I just, you know, yeah. and like none of the ladies in it are like that hot either. I, it, some of the scenarios are kind of, you know, intriguing. Like, uh, yeah. Like the uh, what's her name? Uh, we'll get to that character in a minute, but 
Well, for you, it's a cult movie. I mean, it's like yeah. sort of this, you know, yeah. nostalgic film. That, yeah. So, I guess I'll just we'll get back into the plot. So now you meet the old fuckers. You meet uh, Hunter, Rounder, and Colton Ashby. Did you see that? Those two great-looking girls with that ugly guy. This could be my kind of beach. <laughs> Rousey. Did I tell you, man? Huh? Come on. The most beautiful girls in the world are right here. When you're right, you're right. Am I right? Well, I don't know how I'll let you perverts talk me into this. Ashman, come on. What kind of attitude is that? You're not wussing out on us, are you? Oh, Hunter, it's just all these new bowels make me feel like an old fucker. You are an old fucker. So are you. So am I. So what? Look, we spent years getting our businesses to run the way we want them so we could come and do this. This is the perfect time to do this. Yeah, well, I've seen more than one old bull blow out his balls and his brains at the same time. That's definitely giving it your best shot. <laughs> <laughs> so that, the kind of ironic thing, too, is like they're probably not even that old. Like the actors, they're yeah. probably like thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're like maybe thirty-five, thirty-eight. Maybe try and play forty-year-olds, you know? Yeah, damn, we're old. Well, Ashby was kind of old. I mean, but anyway, uh, okay. So they, um, you come to find out they're like businessmen, and they're on a floozy vacation or whatever. So here's this clip. Uh, uh, uh no. the tongue. Trust me. That's you. <laughs> okay, Floozy Patrol on the beach in a half hour. Be there or be square. I think I'm just going to hang around here and kind of straighten things out a little bit. Yeah, there's only one thing I want to get straightened out. Come on, Ashman, we're all going. Hi. Hey, greetings. Hey, I saw you guys moving in. I thought you might like a little help. Um, I don't think so, but thanks. Well, what about your cars? You want me to detail them for you? Chicks around here, they really like them looking good. Uh, okay, great. Go ahead, detail them. Right. What's detailed? I don't know, but chicks love it. Hey, great cars. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they belong to your old man. You kidding? It's my car. Oh, you wish. You wish. No shit, it's my house too, right here. Oh, right. Really? And I'm uh, Miss America. <laughs> no, I swear to God, I inherited it. Really? Really? Yeah, my folks were anthropologists about a year ago. They got killed on a field trip to New Guinea. Oh, God. <laughs> really? Yeah, they got ambushed by headhunters. Oh, you mean like? Yeah, it messed me up real bad for a while. I bet. Yeah, ever since I haven't been able to have any kind of sexual relations. Oh, no sex. Oh. Giving oh. head just doesn't sound like very much. What? Why would you be upset about your parents dying? And their heads chopped off by New Guineas. It's like, but anyway, that's just part of it. Like, he's like always scamming people that way. And then, um, oh yeah, this part's pretty funny because this is when um Hunter goes out on the beach and he. Meets this hard body apparently, and she lays down the law. Hi. Hi. Ba -ba. I like ringing your bell. Most guys do. 
Right on. I just rented the hippest house on the beach. I got some pitching cards, too. You want a party? What do you have in mind? Whatever turns you on. Little wine, jacuzzi ruski, sex. How much are you gonna pay me? <laughs> you kidding? <laughs> I don't pay for sex. And I don't fuck fossils for free. Okay. So that's always been like a line from the movie. I don't fuck fossils yeah. for free. Yeah. It's not really that much of a fossil, but okay. <laughs> well, now I'm old enough I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Man. Um, okay. Fuck fossils. Uh, the deal. All right. So there's two clips here. And this is the deal part one and the deal part two. So, yeah. here we go. Uh, hey, listen, guys. Uh, about the car, I just took it for a little spin to blow off the water spots. Of course. And the girls, they were like to uh, buff the upholstery, right? <laughs> hey, you know, you know that thing is like a magnet for hard bodies. Hard bodies? What's a hard body? Hard bodies. You know, little foxes down on the beach. Scott, do you mind if I ask you a personal question? Oh, shit. How do you manage to pick up all those girls? Well, I didn't pick them up. I, I dialogued them. Dialogued? Yeah, I gave them a little dose of the old BBD. BBD? That's not like herpes, is it? <laughs> BBD. It's a bigger and better deal. Oh, you guys don't get it, do you? These chicks are locals. They want something better out of life. That's a faster car, richer boyfriend, hotter action. That's the BBD. <laughs> oh, that's great. Scotty, could you teach someone like us to dialogue girls the way you do? Tony, it's easy. Any slob can dialogue a girl. Then teach me. <laughs> Look, I'm not a pimp, okay? Hey, come on, Scotty. Nobody said you were a pimp. We don't want you to pimp for us, Scotty. All we want you to do is teach us how to get girls for ourselves. I don't know, guys. Sounds kind of lame. Speaking of bigger and better deals, how would you like to live here in this house? It's the best house on the beach. Drive our cars whenever you want. Live in luxury, like the king of the beach. You guys fags. Yeah. I'm the queen of France, and these are the D'Angelo sisters. <laughs> Come on, Scotty. We're perfectly straight, man. That's the problem. We're too straight. All we're interested in are hard bodies, and we want you to teach us how to get them. To dialogue them. And BBD them. And for that, you get to run in the house for as long as you like. I don't know. It just doesn't sound solid to me. We might be willing to uh, pay you. You're making me sound like a pimp again. How much? Mm, let's say uh, 500 a month walking around money. Well, I think I could walk a lot for 750. 500. <laughs> oh, I don't know, guys. It sounds kind of sleazy. But I'll tell you what. I will sleep on it and get back to you tomorrow. Scotty. Sweet dreams. Ugh. So, yeah, that's the deal. Um, yeah. Let's see. Oh, I did find that Paul Sabu clip. Let me play this really quick. <clears throat> Actually, I'm not sure if it'll play the whole song. If it does, I'll just stop. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's too long. <laughs> <laughs> 
I should have clipped it better. How's the possible clip fit in here? Uh, I mentioned it earlier. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say, wait a minute, but you're you're, you're interrupting hard body for that. Right? <laughs> Man, don't you know who I am, Ken? I fucking have oh, okay. ADD to the max. All right. I, I'm just for our listeners, letting them know that we just we just went okay. left field for them for a second. <laughs> no, they know. <laughs> yeah, they know. They're, they're aware. They're like, what are these guys doing? So that was the first clip. Okay. Uh, the deal, the deal part two. Okay. So um, we have to comment about that. Oh, yeah. So B- BBD, bigger and better deal. Every time, mm-hmm. like, every time that's said, I always think of BVD. Wasn't, wasn't that like a brand of underwear? Uh, <laughs> BVDs? Um, yeah, I've, I've heard BVDs. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Let me look it up really quick because I think. I'm pretty. I, I get. Let's see. BVD under. Oh, under. Weir. Uh, yep. BVD underwear. Let's see. In the beginning, in 1930s. No, I, I remember people used to use the term BVD as a generic word for underwear, and I, I didn't understand why. It's a brand? Is that what it is? Yep. Uh, okay. BVD first manufactured. Busty, busty, busties, bustles for women, and then became famous for their men's union suits made of heavy knitted fabric. In 1908, the bulky and tight-fitting garment was turned into a new kind of loose-fitting underwear. They went on to introduce a two-piece and a popular union suit, as well as underweight or lightweight waffle, waffle-like fabric. With the advertising oh, yeah. slogan, oh, next to myself, I love BVD best. Oh, sorry, I'm not reading this right. I ha- I'm like squinting because the, the computer screen's like, like that. That waffle fabric's like on Long John's, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, BVDs. I, I remember that from the 80s. I think there was like a popular commercial. I, maybe BVD underwear was popular back then. I don't I always wore it, it, it was, I don't know. Yeah, it, it was a common term, but I, you don't hear that anymore, I don't think. I don't know if Gen Z would know what we're talking about, right? Yeah. It's a BVD. <laughs> you guys got your BVDs on? Maybe we can bring it back. All right. Okay, so enough of that shit. Um, and here's the deal part two. So Scotty had a night to think about it. Well, he went back to his place, but he got evicted, so he couldn't get in. So he had to sleep on the beach. So that's pretty good incentive for taking their deal. about this thing all night. I decided I'm going to help you guys out. And for only $600 a month. 600 Well, I sensed a strong ore of need around here, and what can I say? I'm a given type of guy. You got yourself a deal. All right. So uh, when do we start? We already have. Oh, sorry. I'm, not, oh, uh, I'm like, what? What is this long pause? What's going on here? <laughs> I was looking at something. Um, oh. So yeah, he accepts the the deal, and then he moves in with them, and then that's where all this bullshit happens. So let's see, what else do I got here? Uh, computer madness. Okay, so they decide to have a party. 
or well, no, he starts. I guess he starts to train them to BBD women, not BVD, but BBD. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of stupid. It's like a montage, a musical montage of just them failing and then just being perverts, basically. Um, yeah. So we get to the house, um, their beach house, and the party, but the band didn't show up. So Scotty has to find a, another band. So he goes down the street. Uh, apparently, he knows where Vixen is uh, practicing. And you get this. Mm. No heart attack. Attack my ass. With pleasure. Hey, Ray, got a party about to happen, dude. Where's the band? Bad news, dude. Slick just called. They're playing a bar mitzvah in Encino. Oh, dude, we need a band. What are we going to do? Wait a second. What? I got it. What? We got Oh, also, there's an actress that is in both of these movies. I'll mention her name later. What record company you guys record for? Uh, we don't have a label. We can't even get a gig. <laughs> well, you know what, girls? I got a feeling something's right around the corner. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he uh, basically lies to them too. He's <laughs> like, "Hey, I'm a." He's a hustler. Yeah, there we go. That's the word. But did you notice that the chick tried to do the drum or the rim shot, but she she didn't do the cymbal? <laughs> it's like, uh, you got to put the cymbal there. But I'll help you out, lady. We got one on the soundboard. There you there go. You go. <laughs> okay, so Classics. the party. Uh, uh, computer Madness. Oh, yeah, Computer Madness is a really cool song, though. Um, I don't think they were known as Vixen. At the, well, maybe they were. I'm not sure, but this is like, I don't know. If anybody knows who Vixen is, they had the that one famous song, Edge of a Broken Heart. Yeah. I've been living in the middle of a broken heart. I don't want to fall. Oh, maybe I should. I don't want to fall. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I like the 80s sound in this uh, movie. Yeah. Mm. It's fucking awesome. I like synth wave and all that, you know. Yeah, dude. I, I don't. This, and metal, of course. It's funny. It's like I didn't, um, I didn't know anything about, uh, or I, I was into S or Stacy Q back in like the mid two thousands. Well, like, I enjoy that Stacy Q song. Yeah, and not just that, but like a bunch of others. Oh, hearts! <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you know I covered that? No. Maybe I'll I'll put a little snippet of that too at the end of the show because it's not that good. <laughs> we you uh, did a cover of it. I didn't know that. Yeah. We did a rock cover of it. Me and uh, my friend MTK and I think Billy performed that too. I can't remember. Oh. But yeah, anyways, yeah. I'll play a little bit of it. It's not good. but <laughs> um, You know, sometimes I watch uh, the the 80s show, you know, I Want My 80s on uh, on MTV Classics. Mm-hmm. 
And I'll just watch videos, and that that video always comes on the two of heart. <laughs> yeah, she's got another really cool song called uh, "Screaming in My Pillow." It's pretty screaming. Yeah, it's pretty dirty. I mean, <laughs> uh. it's it's actually very dirty. Okay, so uh, let's see. Uh, okay, so they're at the party, and uh, Ash meets um, what's her name, Michelle. Here you go. Oh, you first get this We'd part. We'd like to dedicate this next number to our new manager, Mr. Party himself, Scotty Palmer. All right, man, right on. I didn't know you managed fans. Stick around, baby. Surprise is my middle name. What's the name? <laughs> the band, what's the name? Diaper Ash. Well, that sucks. Change the name, call me tomorrow. Change we'll it to Vixen. Howdy. Howdy. I'm Carlton Ashby. Cool name. I'm Michelle. Michelle? What do you do? Well, that all depends on who I'm with. Uh, I mean, what kind of work do you do? <laughs> I teach aerobics. How about you, Carlton? Fertilizer's my game. I own a manure factory in Texas. You mean like... Cow shit. <laughs> 100% grade A, finger-licking, good pasture patties to sprinkle on your rose bushes. <laughs> I love it. Mama always used to warn me about bullshit artists, but she never told me how to handle a cow shit, King. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of good shit, can't believe it. Oh, my dress. It's ruined. It'll never come out. Oh. You know what? If you soak that right away, there's a chance. But I'll have to take it off. Well, Ricky. Nikki? Uh, Nikki, of course. Look, the bathroom's right over there. Okay, thanks. Listen, Nikki, I am really sorry, okay? I mean, I feel like such a klutz. I can't believe it. I, you know, we were talking, and, and, and someone pushed me, and I, I don't even know how That's it happened. That's okay. You've been really sweet. All right, back to Ashby. Mm-hmm. Robert E. Lee. Man. Well, you remind me of Robert E. Lee. I like to nickname my men before I fuck them. Just like that? <laughs> Whatever became a romance? What? Ashby, darling. You want romance? I'll read a novel. You want me? I'm upstairs. Gee, <laughs> is that... Oh, the goddamn clip shit. Oh, and then Hunter basically tries to rape that chick. So yeah, Hunter's a piece of shit in this movie. <clears throat> that was that was his t- it's his uh go to. It's like he'll spill a drink on a chick, and he's like, "Well, we'll uh, that's gonna stain. You might as well take it off." Blah blah. blah. <laughs> Didn't you used to use that too, Ken? All the time. That was my favorite one. No. Yeah, I, I learned everything I know on this from this movie. <laughs> Hunter's like a personal uh, guru for me. Yeah, I learned all, all the little rapey tricks. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Ashby, like his his whole hat, like his cowboy hat, there's just nothing but joints yeah. in it. It's awesome. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Uh, Cowshit King. Okay, so then there's this part where uh, Christy and Kimber are just hanging out, and you get this. Kimberly, which one do you think I should wear? 
The pink one. Scotty said we should wear our best. Yeah, well, I really don't think I feel like going out with Scotty after what happened at the party. Yes, you do. You know you got the hots for I'm the one making the sacrifice. I have to go out with Rack. <laughs> oh, Rack, you're so... Oh, Rack! <laughs> do you love me, do you love me, do you love me, do you, do you really love me? Boobs. Why do guys like boobs? I don't know why guys like boobs. They sure go crazy trying to get out of them, don't they? Yeah. But they don't do anything. They just lie there. <laughs> I don't know why they like them. Because they don't have them. <laughs> Goddamn right, sister. <laughs> boobs are fucking amazing. Huh? Uh, <laughs> you know, there's never going to be a time in history where they're not. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, you know, I was saying earlier when you know how things change and all that. Eh, boobs never really yeah. change. I mean, they're different sizes. I, I don't. Know. Anyway, okay. So, uh, the whole crew of the movie gets together now, and they're all hanging out. And there's this basically music montage where they're in a, in a limo and they're going around California, just hanging out, being wild. And that's where yeah. you uh, get first uh, meet up with. Um, Shit, what's her name in this? Uh, her name is Dee Dee in this. But she also plays a character in Reform School Girls. And the actress is named Darcy Demos or D Demos? Dumbass? <laughs> I'm not sure how you say it, but I I always notice this actress because I remember um, there was this show called, uh, I think it was called Eden. And it was from the Playboy channel, but, like, they showed it on USA back when I was a teenager. Huh. I think it was called Eden or... I don't know this show. Eden Hotel, maybe? It was something to do with a hotel, but it was an erotic show. But I just oh. remember her being in it, and I just remember she was, like, the most attractive woman to me at that time when I was, like, fucking 14. I'm like, whoa, dude. Or, like... Huh. She's so pretty! <laughs> um... But yeah, she's in both these movies, which is kind of ironic. Uh, I wonder if that was like a Zalman King production or something. Remember that guy? Did no. uh Oh, what did he do? He did a bunch of... Softcore? He's known for doing, you know, sexy type mainstream stuff. Ah. I'll have to look into him. Uh, hopefully not look into him, but... Uh, well, I, I, he might have done the, the movie Nine and a Half Weeks, and uh, sure wasn't Nine and a Half Inches. <laughs> and um, oh, what was his other one? Uh, oh, I can't think of the title now. Uh, Deep Throat. No, um, I, I actually like this movie. It's from like nineteen. 90, I think. Uh, oh. It's this underground. It's got... Um... Carnosaur. Huh? Carnosaur. No, 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 no. Jeez, uh, my brain's not working out. It's got... Uh, Mickey Rourke in it, also. Oh, Angel Heart? Uh, and, and, no, and Carrie uh, Otis. Oh, uh... Yeah, uh, shit. Um... Wild Orchid. Yeah. Wild Orchids. I think that's another Zalman King production, I want to say. 
But I, I was thinking maybe your your Eden Hotel or whatever you were talking about was one of his things. I don't know. Oh, I think it was maybe it was called Paradise Hotel. I'm not Paradise sure. Hotel. I, I'm pretty sure it was called Eden though. I don't know. It was a show. Yeah. Mm, we'll have to look that up later. <laughs> it's a lot of <laughs> a lot of cross referencing tonight. Okay, so let's see. Boobs. Okay, so. Uh, all the all the characters are hanging out, blah, 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 have a good night out, and they end up on a beach to end the night, and kind of goes into the morning. So, Ash, he starts singing a song, and here you go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go take a leak really quick while I play this. It's, it's not even that long, but I'll be back before it's over. Okay. She was a young thing in the prime of her life Standing there looking as cute as could be. So I walked on over and asked her her name. I'm still not believing what she said to me. I don't fuck fossils for free, old man. I don't fuck fossils for free. So just go on home. Take matters in hand Cause I don't fuck fossils for free <laughs> The thing I liked before uh, when, when they're out in California driving around Is just to see the um, the 1980s uh design and architecture and stuff like that the the neon lights on signs and the things it's, it's very interesting that whole vaporwave aesthetic that uh is has been popularized in a sort of a, a new nostalgia movement that started in 2011 hello okay there we go sorry yeah yeah like i don't like that's another thing about this movie too is like aside from it being like so california like uh-huh. just the scenery and like seeing old things that aren't around anymore. Yeah. 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 And, uh, just, the, but that's, that's come back in a nostalgia for the eighties, that whole, that vibe of, uh, how things look, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's another thing too. Like, do you, yeah, I guess what you're saying about like vaporwave and all that kind of say, uh, stuff, but like yeah. the retro esque, like synthesizer type music that's out there. Um, uh-huh. Speaking of um, White Bat Audio, uh, he, I use a lot of his music on my uh, YouTube clips for my games. Um, mm-hmm. I think his name is Carl Casey, but yeah, he's got a lot of cool shit. Um, but Does he do synth wave music or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but a lot of the images he puts on there are like like renders or AI images of like you know it's supposed to represent eighties, like a lot of neon ish kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, that wasn't the eighties. Like to me, the eighties was like fucking stonewashed jeans. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like those uh, fucking uh, denim jackets look, with look. the white fur on the or the it, white cotton lamb looking yeah. thing at the top. Yeah, <laughs> or flannel. <Yeah. laughs> but I mean, the eighties had a bunch of stuff that was part of it. It had the weird pastel colors, and uh, it had um. Oh, uh, the the Memphis Design Group designs, you know, and, and that carried into the '90s, of course. So, 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you know what, what I mean, the weird patterns. You know? Yeah. That's what, I guess that's what I'm saying. It's like when people are doing that stuff now, it's like they're kind of representing something that wasn't really represented that back then. It's just kind of like a vague uh, secondhand yeah. interpretation of what it was. Yeah, it's like a magnification of a small yeah. part of the 80s, really, yeah, you know. Yeah. But I mean, that's. I was there. <laughs> and you were there even <laughs> more. So, okay. Uh, boobs, Ashby song. Okay. So, uh, there's some shit that happens on the beach because uh, Hunter is trying to um, seduce this chick who's named Candy. And she's played by Chris. Uh, what's her name? Crystal, shit, I don't have it here. Oh, yeah, Crystal, Crystal Shaw. Um, she was also in Hard Rock Zombies for a brief. Oh, and then there's another uh, girl that was in. Um, uh, her name is uh, Emily Longstreth or Streth or something like that. She was mm-hmm. the main actress in American Drive-In. She was in that one Johnny Depp movie, Summer, Summer something. Is it Summer Rental maybe? I'm not sure, but she, yeah, yeah from the '80s. Hmm. Um, and then, but she hmm. she plays a uh, um, a skate uh, skater in this, like just for a brief second. Like she's probably on screen hmm. for like maybe 30 seconds. But yeah. it's so weird that because like she's in this movie, but then she's not. Oh, and there's another actress. Uh, dang, I, I guess I should have wrote that down. Oh, I did. What is it, Michelle? No, Michelle is the other chick. Uh, I guess I I didn't write it down, but she's the blonde chick that um, Scotty meets on the beach. He like trips in front of to like seduce her. He's like, uh-huh. man, I, because he like apologized to her before he looks at her. He's like, oh man, I I saw this gorgeous girl and I just like, oh it's you. She's like gorgeous, and then he like scams her. He's like, oh yeah, I'm yeah. I'm a photographer, blah blah blah. So <clears throat> she's she's famous too. She's in a bunch of shit. Um. Okay, so just a bunch of shit happens, and Christy gets mad at Scotty because she thinks Scotty is trying to hit on this other girl. I mean, he was constantly, but not this chick. But anyway, so they have a falling out, and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, Hunter and Rounder have a falling out with Ash, and that's where you get this. Oh, shit. There we go. Play it, damn it. There you go. Bring anybody you think might be a possible investor. Yeah, there'll be plenty of girls. All right, I'll see you at 8 o'clock sharp. Oh, hey, Farns, don't forget to take your wee turn. You're going to need it. <laughs> well, look what the cat dragged in. Thought we had an agreement. No guys from the club. Oh, come on, Ash, lighten up, man. We got girls coming out of our ears. You're missing the point. This is supposed to have been for fun. Now you're bringing business into it. Well, so what? Hey, Ash, how you doing? Fine, Rounder. <laughs> one more thing. I don't like what you're trying to pull with Christy. Hey, I haven't touched her. Well, you're playing it cool, huh? I spill no wine before it's time. <laughs> <laughs> you're a sick man. That's not funny. You know, she and Scotty, they got a real thing going on. Now you're trying to fuck it up. What are you, a dead mother? She's old enough to make up her own mind. Not when she doesn't have all the facts. What are you talking about? What facts? The fact that you're an asshole. I'm an asshole? Yeah, you're an asshole. I'm an asshole? You're an asshole. You're an asshole. You guys want to see an asshole? I'll show you an asshole. 
he he really didn't show ass. He just had the mic around. <laughs> in case anyone wondered. Yeah. I'm I'm actually disappointed. I think I should digitally render that into my movie. <laughs> into the movie, yeah. <laughs> just a, There'll be a, a new version of it. Brief clip of a fat guy's asshole. <laughs> We're going to call it the Raven special Jay edition. <laughs> <laughs> I go back into old movies and put the buttholes where they need to be. <laughs> okay, so and this is the last clip I have. And we'll wind this down because it's the end of the movie anyways. Uh, so they have another party. And at this one, <clears throat> they uh, this is where Hunter invites all these old investor guys and there's like a bunch of hot chicks there too so it's kind of a mixed match of things that shouldn't be together <laughs> and uh i think let me see if i have because hunter and rounder propose this idea for a tv show called hunting with hunter to this uh, uh let me see if this is it uh yes makes those bimbos in vegas look like corn fed hogs i gotta learn how you do it of course you do, Fonz. And so does every other lonely guy out there in America. It's a natural for cable TV. Wait till you hear the name. This is going to kill you. You ready? Go ahead. Hunting with Hunter. Is that great or what? Every week we send Hunter out to dialogue a bunch of new hard bodies. And around it does the BBD update. And all we need is a couple of hundred thousand dollars for a pilot. Money is no problem. I love the concept. You got a deal. We got a deal. We got a deal. <laughs> all right, it's party time! Yeah, you guys are cool. I need you dig it. <laughs> Greg, you're okay. We've got invited you the next time we give a party. Yeah, man, we love to drink a lot of beer. I drink a lot of fun. Oh, cool. Yeah, let's party! Yeah! Let's party! So, I don't know if you got that part, but... So, uh, Scotty and Rag didn't get invited to this party because Scotty got kicked out because uh, he had a falling out with Hunter. And um, so... Scotty and Rag enlist the guys from the beginning of the movie that were disrupting the beach, the beach bum guys, and they cause some problems here too. Anyway, um, so at the end of the movie, uh, well, uh, Rounder, apparently Rounder's got a huge dick, which, I don't know, which has been cool to see. I'd like to see it. Maybe I'll add that in too. <laughs> Just have this hog. Special, it's all in the special edition. <laughs> Put the dicks and the buttholes back in. It's gonna be my <laughs> it's gonna be my political platform this year. <laughs> Bring back the dicks. Okay, so uh so yeah, it, just chaos and suits. I'm not gonna we shouldn't just spoil everything. People, if you haven't seen Hard Bodies, it's definitely worth checking out. At least once. Um like yeah, I, said, I want to rewatch it. I, you know, now it's been a while since since we originally did this uh, movie or review. You know, and uh, I want to go back and see it again. You know, see if it holds up. Yeah, you're then gonna get. Or you'll get this. Oh my god, these are crazy. What's this one? Uh, Oh, cool. Awesome. Oh, and I got this one too. Check it out. Oh, (laughs) jeez. 
We're a morning zoo show now. Welcome to Raven J and Ken Kenneth Gage on Z New Z ninety five. What you do? Go online to some sound effects Bible or something and no, download. No, they're programmed into you know, this. All oh, it was all pre-programmed. Yep. All I have to do is push a button. Boop. Oh, there's there's like a a website called Sound Bible that has a bunch of uh, free wave file downloads. You know. Nice. Yeah, I I frankly I'm not I haven't been to that one, but I have to check that one out too. Well, there's there's a ton of different ones. I was just thinking. Yeah. That's one I've I've pulled stuff from before like I don't, I don't know what I was getting bird sounds or something <laughs> I need to hear something a cock weird. or two I mean a cock <laughs> or two uh, let's see okay so um, for a rating because we do ratings one out of five for the show let's see yeah I as a as a movie like like the trailer says it's not it's pretty lowbrow it had no Academy Award nominations, but when on the show <laughs> we ever gave a fuck about that? Um, as a movie in general, I would give it a three, just because it's it's yeah. just a goofy movie. But in my heart, I give it a five because it's it's just yeah fun to watch, and I've seen it. I've I've had to have seen this movie at least fifty times or more in the past wow. like, ten something years. So yeah, and even it might be even more than that because like. It's a movie that I might I I have in the past just let play while I was sleeping on repeat, so it's ingrained in my memory, I guess. It's part of me. Yeah, I I've seen it maybe about two times. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll have to I'll have to watch it more. I, I'd give it, you know, three and a half sounds like good good what I'd give it to, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I'm not nostalgic for it the way you are. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I dig all the '80s vibes in it, so it's definitely a movie worth uh, catching. Yep. But a movie worth not worth catching is Hard Bodies Two. So okay. Yeah, it's not even that good. Yeah. All right, so move on to. Do you need to take a break or anything? No, I don't need to. I don't think so. Kind of like uh, Caddyshack Two. It's a terrible sequel oh, yeah. to Caddyshack. Who's the fucking guy? Jackie Mason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackie Mason's gonna replace Rodney Dangerfield. Okay. Right, right, right. And Dan Aykroyd replaces uh, Bill Murray. Yeah. You know, Chevy Chase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chevy. <laughs> Ugh. All right. Who who they get to re- replace Kenny Loggins? <laughs> I know. He's irreplaceable. All right. So. All right, Reform School Girls from 1986. Uh, I will play the trailer, and then I will talk a little bit about how I came across this movie. For the next 90 seconds, while this preview of coming attractions is playing, will all filmgoers with any degree of wit, taste, and intelligence please keep your critical remarks to yourselves, or we'll nail your tongues to the floor. Thank you. Why do young girls misbehave? Is punishment the answer? Yes. Welcome to our country club, ladies. This is the last stop on your tour. Here they are, the loveliest girls in the history of socially conscious cinema. Reform school girls. My name's Edna. Some of the girls call me Eddie. I like that. 
some are innocent, but not for long. Some refuse to be degraded for about 10 seconds. Your time is doubled. Says your chin. They come from all walks of life just to get stepped on. <laughs> time flies when you have fun. See the lyrical shower scene. <laughs> Reflect on the dramatic kitty stomp. Think about the spectacular hose down. This is the motion picture they said couldn't be made. Reform School Girls, starring Wendy O. Williams. You're wankers. Pat asked. Bring me something to wipe my shoe. Linda Carroll. Kelly murder. And Sybil Danning as Warden Sutter. You'll treasure the heroic saga of young ladies and their struggle for respect, decency, and a warm place to take a shower. So young, so bad, so what? what? Reform school girls. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I first found out about this movie from USA Up All Night. And I'm not sure if anybody's listened to the original. Re re well, did I actually review this before? I can't remember, but okay, so. I bought this movie, well, I first saw it on USA All Night because I was at a babysitter's. It, it was a relative, is a relative of a relative who I was not a relative of. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain, but um, so it's this older lady and she was babysitting me and two other kids who were, I can't, I can't remember who they were though. Anyway, but. It was late, and we were getting ready for bed. We were all in the living room, just like tucked in on the floor watching TV, and we started watching Reform School Girls. But it got to a certain part, and then that's when the lady turned it off. <laughs> and I was oh. like, I was like, man, I want to see this now. And like <laughs> for for years, I always had in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm gonna find that movie someday to see what happens in that yeah. scene. Yeah. So basically, the scene I'm talking about is when. Uh, the main chick, Jennifer, tries to escape in the back of the truck with the, uh -huh. the ugly motherfucking dude. Uh, we'll get to that part, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but yeah, it just left an impression on me. And then um, huh. I finally I finally bought it when I was, uh, I think I was like 15 or 16. Um, they Suncoast Video. Do you remember Suncoast? Yeah. So... I used to go to Suncoast in the mall and look for Doctor Who videos and stuff. <laughs> horror films. And Dude, I used to go there to just look at that uh, explicit anime titles. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was like, man, I wish I could own this someday. Because they were all like 30 bucks. I was like, fuck that. Yeah. So, um... Uh, yeah, but I remember yes. one of the, the hentai titles I bought. Yeah. I don't know if I bought it there, though. <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think Suncoast carried. It. I don't know. No, they did. They had this that's, that's Angel of Darkness series I liked. Yeah, uh, I think tentacle porn. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the one I <laughs> saw. Uh, it was it was a movie called Guy. It was like the space pirate dude, and I remember. Uh, I think it was my second paycheck for my first job. I went straight to Suncoast to buy it because I I remember I kept going in there seeing. It. I'm like, man, one day when I have thirty bucks, I'm gonna buy this. So finally did. And I took it home, and it was censored. I was like, "Fuck!" Uh -huh. So, but luckily, <laughs> my 
the video store right by my house had the actual copy. So basically, yeah. I, I dubbed that copy over mine. So I had the real version. It's pretty oh, awesome. that's cool. So, you know what's been on Tubi lately, or I, I caught on Tubi, was the uh, the Captain Harlock series. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, there's, man, I've been, I've been, I've been wanting to watch Cobra, uh, Space Pirate Cobra. Uh-huh. I just haven't been, I always forget about it, but. Okay, anyways, enough about anime. We'll do another show. Uh, but at Suncoast, they used to have, like, um, at the in the front of the store, they had, like, a bargain VHS area where you, mm-hmm. could, you could get three for 20 bucks or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So one night, me and my friend Josh went, or MTK, and uh, I picked, this is when I picked up Demons 2, uh, mm-hmm. Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things, and oh, yeah. the third Children one was Reform School Girls. And oh yeah! Cool. So I was like, "Awesome!" So we watched, we watched the first two movies. Uh, Children this play must have been in the '90s, right? When you picked these up. Yeah, it was like 1995 or '96. Okay. So we um we watched uh Children Play with Dead Things first, then we watched Reform School Girls, and then it was like probably like three in the morning, and uh, I remember I I bought Demons Two because of the cover. Because it just looks so yeah. fucking crazy. I'm like, what is this movie? And there's nothing on the back. It just gives you a synopsis and it just reprints the the image from the front on the back. It's so stupid. But so I thought my friend Josh was a scare- was getting too scared to watch it. <laughs> I'm like, Well, are you too scared to watch it? He's like, No. I'm like, Well, let's watch it. So we started watching, he fell asleep like halfway through. But it was the worst idea for me because I couldn't go to sleep. That movie scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> I remember like being like wide awake watching. Like, I was too scared to make him turn it off. I was too scared to wake him up to turn it off because <laughs> I didn't want to get up <laughs> off his couch. <laughs> it, it was, and I even like, I stayed on the couch because I was too afraid to get up off the couch in case there was a demon behind the couch. It was so fucking stupid. The couch was against That's the fucking hilarious. wall, dude. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, but so when the movie ended, he was still sleeping, and I I just kept going like <clears throat> to you know wake him up. Yeah, and he's like, dude, what, what? I'm like, do you want to go out in the living room? He's like, why? I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of daytime, man. I want to go out in the living room. <laughs> but it was scary out there too because he had this mirror that was uh-huh. like in this kitchen that kind of like you could see into the living room, but then if you looked in, you could see toward the basement or like the kitchen toward the basement stairs. And I just kept huh. watching that mirror <laughs> the rest of the time I was awake. I was like, <laughs> anyway. So yeah, Demons 2 had a huge effect on me. But going back to oh. the movie we were reviewing, Heart, uh, Reform School Girls, uh, yeah, I was just, I was really looking forward to it. I think I even told him that story. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to that scene, man. I want to see if they have sex. Because, you know, that was the most important thing to see when you were 16. I mean, still as sure. a 44-year-old man, there's still what I fast forward to. But um, so basically, it starts off with uh, Jennifer, and she's basically it's like the uh, it's the music video for um, High Enough from um, Damn Yankees. <laughs> Do you remember that? No, oh, no. You probably weren't into that, but yeah, it's basically like about natural born killer. No, 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 no. It's totally different. So, anyways, Jennifer is basically waiting in the car for her boyfriend, who I guess is like robbing some place. But then there's a shootout, and then they get in a car wreck, and then 
So that leads us into our first clip where the judge is like, I should throw this book at you. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck book is that? The Holy Bible? <laughs> What's that going to do? Anyway, here's the clip. Young lady, I should throw this at you and sentence you as an adult. But since this is your first offense, I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself. I am sending you to reform school. You should be placed in the custody of the juvenile facilities at Pridemore for a period of three years or until such time as the parole board determines your release, whichever comes first. You scared? Not anymore now that I know the worst is over. I wish I knew. <laughs> I can't stand being locked up. I'm a runaway. A foster home, third time. How long are you going in for? Just tell I'm 18. And I can live where I want. You think it's any easier then? Anything's easier than living with fosters. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> um, and then that chick uh, is Lisa, and uh, she's played by Sherry Stoner. Um, Jennifer is played by Linda Carroll. She's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. Like, the cool thing about this movie, I mean, aside from it being a women in prison type movie, I mean, the women yeah. are basically half naked in it the whole time. And, of course, it's a totally male-driven movie. Um, but uh, Sybil Danning is in it as the warden. And yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure she's in it because of her previous movies. Like, what, what's the... Was it Naked Cage or Caged Heat or something like that? Yeah. Uh, Elsa? Was it the She-Wolf? No, she was Was she in the Elsa movies? I'm not sure. Maybe that was someone different. But I th here, actually, I have it right here. Let me look it up. Uh, Sybil Danning. Oh, the bullshit were you in, woman? Oh, The Howling 2? Your sister's a werewolf. Yeah, I know she was in The Howling 2, yeah. Uh, well, Shane, Shane you, you know what? She was, wasn't she in the V, too? Ooh, yeah. Let me see here. She was in the V series as, uh, I think, Diana's boss or something. Yep, V. Uh, Mary Kruger. I remember her from V. Let's see. Uh... I don't know if she was any of those Ilsa She Wolf movies. Chained Hellcat SS or Um Cat Cage Run Naughty Nymphs. Ooh. That was a movie that was like on a channel my dad had when I was a kid. I never got to watch all of it. Let's see. Okay, yeah, no. Okay, so anyway, that's what she I mean, everyone knows who Sybil Danny is. She's a Famous B movie actress. Um, yeah. But, okay, well, I guess we'll wait till the, she rolls in with the clip. I think it's pretty much. Okay. So the yeah, girls. She's been some of the A stuff, too. Yeah. Um, I think she's still. I think she's still around. I, I know she was on Facebook for a while. I'm sure she is. Uh, Wendy. Oh, yeah. So. One of the, I can't, I can't uh, overlook this, is that Wendy O. Williams is in this movie. Yeah. And uh, the plasmatic, well, I guess it was like when she, I don't know if it was when she was solo, but pla she originally did the song with the plasmatics, the It's My Life. Mm -hmm. right, maybe she didn't. But I know there's 
two versions that she did, and then Kiss did a version of it too, because I think they were like, because she was dating Lemmy, I think at the time, or she had some kind of fling with uh, Gene Simmons. But it's something that Paul Stanley was talking about in his audiobook is how like he was pissed at Gene for going off and trying to do all these like side bands and producing all these other bands while he was like trying to make Kiss work. But anyway, okay, so. Um, yeah, Wendy Williams. Um, she, I feel like something burning down here. Oh. Okay. I was just worried. Sorry. Can you hear me, Lee? Yep. <laughs> There's this burning plastic smell, and my wife turned on some. Well, she's got some little floor heater. Oh yeah, that she just she she wakes up early to go to her job. <laughs> it's like, are you talking? So like- so this is the time she gets up at two in the morning, our local time here. Oh yeah, shut. Anyway, so I'm smelling this plastic burning smell. I'm like, what the hell did my wife catch on fire? <laughs> Let me run down <laughs> real quick. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so here's the second clip. The girls are getting uh, initiated. Nice to see you back, Nikki. I see I should have kept your file active. You can wipe your ass with my file, bitch. <laughs> All right, straight ahead of the infirmary. Eyes front. No talking. Single file. Order is the rule here. It's not a bell. Mute your mic. I can. Do what? If, uh, oh, sorry. That's all right. Okay. Um, I don't know if anybody heard that. Let's see. Three. Ken? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so this is uh, where you learn Jenny's backstory. There you go. You also meet uh, Dr. Dr. Norton. Come on in. Sit down, Jennifer. Friends call you Jenny? Yes, ma'am. May I? I guess so. Good, I'd like that. I'm Dr. Norton, psychologist. I've been assigned here to work with the girls on the inside. Listen to your problems, help you cope. I know it's difficult being in here. The judge said I might get parole, but that's it. Well, you're here for three years, so you won't be eligible for at least 14 months, and a lot of that depends on your behavior and your attitude. Yes. Oh? Yes. I see in your file that your father's your legal guardian. How's he feel about your being here? He doesn't care. We don't like each other much. Why not? When my mom died, he said I could come live with him so I wouldn't have to live in a foster home. And you didn't get along? Well, he liked me a lot at first, when I was little. What happened? As I got older, I made him stop. Stop? liking me so much. You mean he molested you? Yes, ma'am. Didn't you ever tell anybody? I was too scared. I just made sure he stayed away when I got older. I learned to handle myself, okay? Not well enough. (laughs) Yeah, so you learned her tragic past. That sucks. Um, Let's see. So now, 
we meet the main star of the movie, Edna, played by or <laughs> played by Pat Ast. And dude, this chick, like, she is an ultimate villain. Like, yeah. I think she's been in. I I think I saw her in Married with Children once as a side character, maybe as uh, one of the ladies that was trying on shoes at Al's uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> she's been in stuff. I don't know what, but yeah. Yeah. Very, she's famous. Everyone's seen her before. Yeah, she's very, she's got a very uh, unique look. And not not just that, but like she she carries this fucking movie, dude. It's like, uh, you heard in the trailer her laughing. She's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. It's, man, she's awesome. I mean, she's, you hate her, but as a movie, as, as someone who like, I don't know, looks past this stuff and like into the actors and all that kind of stuff, you're just like, you can appreciate her acting style and just the character she portrayed. But okay, so anyway, she's the, uh, I can't remember what she's, her title is. I think it says in this clip, but anyway, I'll stop talking. I'll, I'll just play it. <laughs> I thought I smelled fish. Welcome to our country club, ladies. This is the last stop on your tour. Home, you might call it. So, Nikki, I see that flip tongue of yours didn't get you so far on the outside. Outsmarted yourself again, didn't you? Who's your new friend? Here's Kelly. She's with me. She's okay. I'm sure she is. Too bad the two of you won't be bunking together. Take these three to number 17. These three, bunk here. Doc Norton said we could bunk together. She said we was okay. Norton don't make the rules. I do. You should know that by now, dear. She ain't never been in here before. She needs me to help her make it. Everyone's a first time a once. Get her out of here. Okay, come on, girls. Come on. Wanna go? You know the routine. <laughs> Jennifer Williams, Lisa Stewart, and of course, Nikki. You may be numbers to all the rest, but not to me. You do things right, and we'll get along. I run a good tight dorm. Right, Nikki? The only thing tight about you are your pants. <laughs> I'll remember that remark. I'm the head matron here. You answer to me on every count. My name's Edna, but some of the girls call me Eddie after they get to know me better. I like that. You might like it too after a while. <laughs> I expect full cooperation. That doll, I gotta take it. No. We got rules. Can't she keep it? It's real important to her. Speaking out of turn, did you hear what I said about cooperation? But the nurse has said she could keep it. Oh, I'm impressed. <laughs> It'll be safe with me. You want to see it from time to time? You just ask me nicely. 
Now let's go to the dorm. <laughs> so, this reminds me so much of like being in third or fourth, yeah, fourth and fifth grade, because this was like the heyday of like me, like starting to like get toys or like acquire different. I don't know. So, <clears throat> I remember like bringing them to school and like the teachers just confiscating them. And basically, I'm going through the same scenario I just watched on this movie. I'm like, motherfucker, give me back my toy. And, then, and some of them I never got back. Like, I remember one time I snuck into uh, the classroom when I, it was, I was supposed to be in recess just to steal my toys back. <laughs> oh, uh. Yeah. Fucking teacher wouldn't give them back. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to get them back myself, you little bitch. So kept your toys, man. Yeah, it was bogus, man. All right, uh, fish. Okay, now in this, uh, when the girls go into the dorm, they first meet uh, Charlie, who's played by Wendy Williams. We're almost done. We only got three more. Oh, shit, we got four more sound clips. <laughs> Lisa Edmund told you to take 17. 17's taken, fish bait. Well, Edna just told her to take it. Listen, sister. Thanks, but I'm not your sister. Okay, Jenny, I don't mind. But you should mind. You heard what Edna said about the rules. How about if I just move your stuff to the upper? How about if I move your ass across the floor? Bullseye book for child molesting film at 11. Let it rest, Jenny. Let it rest, Jenny. Your friend has the right idea. My friend may be afraid of you, but I'm not. Oh. I said lay off it, sister. <laughs> so they start getting in a fight. Um, the thing about Lee, uh, let me turn this down a bit. I turn it up for the song close, but I got to turn it back down for us. Anyway, um. So Charlie, I don't know. I think things would have turned out a little bit better if uh, Linda wasn't so compre uh, uh, confrontational. Because Charlie actually tries to make friends, and not not, not just in the scene, but the next scene too. But uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, yeah. So then they get in a fight. So Edna has to come in and break it up. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have a hard time adjusting. I was adjusting. Don't you contradict me, you insolent bitch. <laughs> Stirring the shit already, huh? What happened, Charlie? She was throwing my personals around. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. Girl ain't got much on the inside. What little she does have is personal. Right on. Messing with another girl's personals is against the rules. You just lost one privilege. But she... Speaking out of turn is another rule. Want to lose two privileges? The name of the game, ladies, is control. Complete control. Everyone in your bunks till dinner. Oh 
Oh my god, end clip? Shit. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> you get this little snippet. Wait, where is it? There it is. And remember, keep your fingers above the sheets. We only change them once a week. <laughs> As a kid, I'm like, what's that mean? <laughs> Why do I keep her fingers up? Alright, anyway. Uh, so, you get the main characters. You got Jenny, Lisa, uh, and then Claudia, Nikki, and Paula. And Terry. Uh, Claudia and Paula are the two black chicks. Claudia's fucking... Man, she's so fucking hot. Uh, played by Denise Gordy. She's the one that gets shot later. And she's the one that oh. stands up to... um. Uh, Charlie, in this next scene, mm-hmm. I think it is. Or no, she talks to Lisa about watching her ass. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Probably should have clipped these a little bit better. Hi. Here we go. Hi. Charlie's got your number. I wouldn't leave myself out and open too much if I were you. Thanks. Thanks for the bread last night. Oh, my pleasure. What are those marks? I don't see no marks. Those marks on those girls. I said I don't see no marks. Neither do you. So yeah, um, she's making. They're all taking showers, and she makes reference to. Or Lisa notices Charlie and her little gang of friends, and all all her uh, her gang members basically all have like these circle marks on their ass. So basically, they're branded, kind of like the Nexium yeah. Nexium cult. <laughs> Sexy branding. <laughs> You can say that. Um, S and M fun happening. <laughs> yeah, you're right though about the the Nexium call. Yeah, I had some of that, right? Yep. Okay. Fuck fossil. Oh wait. There we go. Um, Cults are cool. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let's see. Friends, personals, fingers, watch your ass. Okay, so um, eventually they're outside doing like hard labor. And uh, they find a little kitten. Um, there's a few more things. You kind of you find out that Charlie is like working with uh, Edna. She's kind of like her little minion, I guess, in a way. Um, and then the kind of chubbier chick, Terry. She's kind of like the comic relief a little bit. Like she'll make a joke to kind of alleviate things. But anyway, here's a here's a little clip. Hey, you think we can keep it like a mascot? Yeah, we can have a dorm pet. We can have Edna on our asses, too. We'll die out here if we don't feed it. <clears throat> the last thing we need around the dorm is another pussy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see. Two more clips. Um, we're going to skip ahead a little bit because uh, Lisa, <coughs> Lisa gets um, thrown in solitary because she tries to sneak away to find the bunny. And you find out mm-hmm. her, her backstory, too, is like, her and her brother used to get locked into like some, I can't remember what she said, like locked in a closet or something like that or locked in a, a case or something like that. I can't remember, but 
her her brother couldn't breathe, and like she tells this whole story, and that's why she's she's messed up and has to keep that bunny around her because it's like only the only thing she has left of her brother, and um, she tries to sneak away to get it just like I did during a recess to try to get my toys back, but um, wait, how long did her brother die? They were little kids. You know, rabbits only live to be five years. It doesn't make sense to my logic. <laughs> oh, it's a toy rabbit. Okay, so, um, but yeah, like, uh, Lisa tries to defend her more, but after a while, um, I can't remember. No, that was the other chick, because that was the chick that, uh, uh, Nikki, um, Nikki wanted to protect earlier. She's like, she's with me. So, um, I guess Charlie wants her. So Charlie takes her and like, uh, one of the black chicks is like trying to stop Nikki. Nikki's like the tough talking chick at the beginning. And she's like, leave her, just let it happen. She's like, no, I'm, I gotta, I gotta help her. And she's like, Charlie's the only one that can help her or something like that. She's like, just let it happen. So, Anyway, so, um, where's this? Oh, yeah, so, like, later, Lisa, I can't remember, I think she tries to make an escape, and then, yeah, she she tries to get away from Edna, and she climbs up the water tower, or the, the, yeah. the, the surveillance tower, whatever it's called, and she falls to her death, and that drives, that that's the last straw, like, all the, all the chicks go crazy, and they uh, form a rebellion, basically, so, um, I think this is the clip here. Not one word. I'll get to the bottom of this, Sutter. You can be sure. Shut up. It was that late, did it? Back in your cage. There's no sucking up to Edna this time. And you, look at you. I thought you were going to whip this place into shape. I should have known I'd had to do it myself. Your time is doubled. So's your chin. Tripled. Who's dishing out the shit around here, Edna? You are queen mother. Charlie, you're nothing but a stupid kid from Cleveland. Just the shit stain on the panties of life. You should know you lick them every night. No privileges till further notice. And clean up this dump. Party's over, kid. Take her away. So yeah, uh, Charlie has a falling out with Edna now. So everyone's against Edna now. And uh, I know I think that this happens before Lisa dies. Then Lisa dies. Or no, right before Lisa dies, uh, that's when we have that that scene where um, Jenny tries to escape on the truck. By um, the the girls created this uh, distraction like. Um, Terry and Claudia pretend like they have stomach pains. So while they're doing Mm -hmm. that, this is a distraction. So uh, Jenny gets away. She goes outside to the back of the truck. And there's this dude in there. Uh, What's his name? The actor's name is James James Saskill. He's like the ugliest motherfucker. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) I do not, like, I remember, like, in the scene where Jenny is, like, looking at him, he, like, takes his shirt off. And he takes his shirt off and wipes his armpits with his shirt. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's so fucking hot. <laughs> but anyway, it's like, so she goes in the back of the truck and like, you know, she's like, he's like, 
you want to fuck here? And she's like, you know, I can make you feel real good in a hotel room. And he's like, well, I can make you feel good right here. And she's, she's just trying, you know, she gives herself up to try to get some freedom or whatever. But he, he basically tricks her and he, he basically fucks her. Then they drive away and they get to the, the gate and um, she's still in the back of the thing and uh, the, the guards like long night huh and he's like yep and he's like got something for you in the back so mm-hmm. then the guard yep. like yeah so he's like you bastard and she tries to get away and that's when Edna beats her like in the I don't, I don't think she I think she hosed Lisa down earlier she beats uh, Jenny though and then that's when um uh, Dr. Norton starts to notice things. Or, and she's been noticing things all along, but that's like the last straw. And I think they try to get uh, Dr. Norton fired or like let go. Uh, I'm talking about uh, Edna yeah. and Sutter. So um, then all the other stuff happens. Lisa dies, and that's when all the girls rebel. And then uh, Edna gets chased up the water the water tower or, or she shoots she shoots uh claudia and i think that's the last straw and then that's when um charlie even joins the fight and she shoots charlie too but charlie gets up and uh drives the oh, that's why edney falls because like she drives the bus into the tower and then mm-hmm. it cut, catches on fire so edna's up in this flaming tower and then she falls to her death so it's a pretty fitting death for her and um but the whole time she's climbing off the tower, she's laughing. And that's that's the really iconic part of the movie. Oh, and before I forget all about it, that the angles, like the filming angles, I think uh, the director of photography, Howard Wexler, let me see if he's done anything else. The director, though, uh, Tom Simone, he's also famous for uh, Hell Knight and uh, 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 Chatterbox. Did you ever see Chatterbox? I don't think I've seen Chatterbox, but yeah, I loved Linda Blair and Hell Knight. Yeah. And he also did Angel 3, uh, Prison <laughs> Prison Girls, <laughs> the Concrete Jungle. <laughs> but Chatterbox, uh, that movie is about this lady that has a vagina that talks. It's, yeah. It's like a, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's I've heard cool of Chatterbox. Movie. I haven't seen it, though. Yeah, I haven't, I've watched like clips of it, but I've never been that interested. <laughs> I'm like well, hmm. cool i've heard plenty of pussies talking in my life so <laughs> uh howard wexler oh okay he's the director of photography on a bunch of b movies uh mostly the um sidaris movies the art what's his name uh hard ticket to hawaii malibu oh Express, yeah. savage beach so yeah he's done a bunch of those kind of movies teen a movies if you will yeah um, so, but yeah, like I said, like some of the angles, especially when like Edna is like putting her foot down. So just, uh, no pun intended for a scene earlier in the movie when she steps on the kitten that they bring back. To the yeah. Room. But yeah, just some of the, the, it kind of makes her more menacing in a way. Like they angle it. And I don't know, the, the movie is just very stylized. It's, I think that's why I, yeah. I prefer watching some like this one over the other like more mean-spirited movies like caged heat and all that kind of stuff because uh-huh. this one has like comedy in it and plus it's got like i don't know really attractive women in it they're all half naked in it and plus yeah it's a, it's a very 
It's very 80s. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's no way this movie could be made any anywhere, like, you know. Yeah. It'd be any place except in its era, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's pretty much the end of it. Um, I To rate it, I'm going to give it a five, obviously, because I fucking love it. But same with Hard Bodies. I mean, if you're going to rate it sophistically... <laughs> Yeah. Right, 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 right. We always come into this like, well, you know, rate it as as a movie, but also as uh, how you feel about it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I know is like from the trailer, even uh, they kind of diminish it. So, as a movie in general, like no one, I, I mean, maybe friends would like it, but in general, in the population, I don't think. Like, hey, anybody here seen Reform School Girls? I don't think a lot of people are like, <laughs> yeah, me, I love it. So, but yeah, I give this movie a five. Cause it's just overall super nostalgia for me. Um, it's a coming of age movie, if you will. Like, I couldn't watch it when I was a kid, so I saw it after it as an adult or a teenager. And yeah, I just, I love it. And like I said, Edna is like a perfect bad guy. She should be in a lot more as. Maybe not even that character, but similar character. So, I wonder what this movie's been on. Like, I wonder if it's ever been on like Turner Classic Movies Underground. You know, when they show there. Yeah, I wonder if it's a cri- a, one of the Criterion Collection now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Hard. Uh, oh yeah. So like when they first went to the dorm, just right off the bat, it reminded me of uh that David Lee Roth video. Uh, what's that? Uh, Gigolo? Just a Gigolo? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or even basically any of those uh, videos he did back in the 80s. Like, it just always had like... Those this... are great. When he went solo from Van Halen and did all his own stuff, that, those were fun times, you know, because music videos were huge. Yeah. I especially love the Going Crazy video, which I yeah. haven't been able to find the full version. Like, because the full version has like this whole like uh, cinema thing with him being in a fat suit. Yeah. And it's, it's fucking awesome. Then it goes into the video. I, I remember that, yeah. So, but yeah. Um, yeah. What do you what do you rate rate this movie? Uh, so, I'll, let's, yeah, I'll just call it a three. <laughs> <laughs> this is a movie, you know, I, um, I, again, I didn't really watch it as a kid, so I'm not, like, nostalgic for it. But it's a fun movie. Yeah. Definitely. And I'm a big Wendy Williams fan. Wendy Williams. Fuck yeah, dude. She's one of my, like, I don't know if, like, she's a, I, mean, I guess I can say she's a hero. Because, like, she's just someone that, I don't know, she's, she, she looks like a fucking gargoyle, first of all. But she even sounds like one. But, like, the plasmatics were, like, pretty innovative for what they were. I mean, they were, they kind of, uh, like, surfed the line of uh, mainstream. And that's why, like, yeah. they were kind of out there more. Like, mainstream markets picked them up. They're like, have you guys seen this band that lights things on fire and blows things up? It's not for your mom, you know, kind of shit. This isn't your mom's band or some shit like that, but yeah, but she was, very, yeah, they were, you know, known for being punkish, you know, notorious. And then like some of their albums, like, uh, the maggots album. I don't know if anybody's ever listened to that one, but it's like, it's a basically a concept album and it's done like a kind of like a play, but it's like, okay. uh, maggots taking over the world. It, it's pretty cool. Like, there's there's songs and then there's in between segments where like there's newscasts and kind of stuff like that. Yeah. And then uh, she went solo, and that's when I don't know. 
they did that vid- that's when she did this movie and then uh she had the video- music video for it for it's my life and that's another song that i have always it's one of my favorite songs of all time and i've always wanted to cover it um and i remember back when i found out or i heard no doubt did a cover of a song called it's my life and i was like awesome they did a cover of it and i checked it out and it's, no it's fucking the talk talk version uh, it's my life. Da, 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 da. It's like fuck that one. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like I said, Kiss covered it too. So what happened to Wendy Williams? She died prematurely, right? Yeah, she killed herself. Um, Is that what it was? Yeah, I think it was like in the mid '90s or early 2000s or something like that. But I don't know. I mean, I I don't. You know, can't judge people for the way they live their life or anything. I mean, she had, is you know, whenever I hear things like that, I mean, people have reasons for what they do. So whatever the reason was, you know, Godspeed. That's all I can say. Huh? <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. uh, let's see what else. I, I just can't remember the her, her how she died. Like, I think remember. she shot herself. She either shot herself in the head or in the heart. I think it was the heart. Because, I don't know, it was years ago when I first found out about her. And, I don't know, like I said, like, I I fell in love with her. It's it, it's it's that classic thing where, like, you can respect someone's talent over their beauty. And yeah. that's she's a perfect example of that. Another one is Mama Cass. Like, I've always been yeah. a huge fan of Mama Cass, even her solo stuff. Because she just was super fucking talented. But, like, she suffered from being overweight. And that's why, like, she, I mean, she was big. I mean, pun not, no pun intended. She was big back when she came out with the Mamas and Papas and the solo career and all that. But, mm-hmm. you know, like with anything in Hollywood, like, there's always a tragic ending to a lot of that stuff. So, anywho, um, yeah. So that's Reform School Girls. All right. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, I've been, I watched a couple of, uh, Doctor Who recently. Oh yeah. Because it's on uh Tubi now. Um I watched oh, Is that is it on Tubi? Yeah. They even have the the animated ones where they, they went back and um Oh yeah. The, the ones they had missing episodes of and they animated them. Yep. I think they yeah. have like the they, first they, the first seven doctors, maybe. I'm yeah. not sure if they have like the Yeah, I, I know they show them on Freebie. They got the Doctor Who channel on Freebie too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can find it anywhere. <laughs> but I'm just saying on Tubi, like, I've been watching it. Um, I watched uh, a little of the... I don't know who he is, but I watched the main guy, the scarf guy. I watched a couple of his episodes. Yeah, that's the fourth Doctor, the one the one I first saw as a kid. Then I think the guy after him, the guy with the kind of blonde hair. Yeah, Peter Davidson. Yeah. yeah. Um, I watched his TARDIS episodes where, like, the main TARDIS guy was creating the other TARDIS characters. Or not TARDIS, the um, Dialet, whatever they're called. The Black Guardian? No, well, maybe. The The Black and White Guardian of the universe? uh, Well, they're the Daleks or whatever they are. The Daleks? Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was like the main one, the guy, the one that was like actually... Davros. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Doctor Who... You will not. Yeah. He was like tricking the humans into like, I don't know. I yeah. didn't pay too much attention. Doctor used to scare me when I was a kid because it was like shot so different. Like the cement, yeah. like the the way it looked. I was like, what is this? 
So yeah, I never I never got to catch it when I was a kid, but then when I was a teenager, the thing that drew me in the most was the song and like the intro to it. I was like, this is fucking weird. I like yeah, the music, yeah that, yeah that that sound. It it was very innovative type music, very science fiction. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess that's pretty much it. Um, I pretty much plugged everything I need to already. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I was saying earlier in the show, like the only way, like as much as like I talk about depression and all that kind of stuff, like the only help people can give me is like sharing my stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, find my stuff, share it to your social medias, point people yeah, toward me. Yeah, discussing man. So. For sure. Same with you, Ken. Like, um, and speaking of. Oh, you hear my little box. Yep. Is that Frodo? <laughs> or Tito? What, would you? Did you name him after the Lord of the Rings guys or the Jackson Five? No, no, no. <laughs> I got a Chihuahua named Wolfie. Oh, he looks like a wolf. Okay. Well, he's a he's a You're Chihuahua right mixed with a, a wiener dog, so he's a Chihuahua technically. Oh. Do you still have all your dogs? Yeah, five. Oh, I, I was gonna say I didn't know they were like. So it's like, did you leave them in Illinois? <laughs> you, oh no! They you, need to go, uh, you need me to go feed them and water them. <laughs> yeah. No, this, they they like the property here, a bigger house, more property to run around in. Um. So yeah. Uh, what's the latest album? Share your heart. Huh? What's the latest album you've come up with? Uh, the last on one I put out was was called um I just put out one around Halloween time called Haunted. And it was just me trying to do spooky music. <laughs> That's every album, isn't it? It practically is. I you know, I, I it's I wanna say Haunted's a Halloween album, but sometimes all my albums are Halloween albums to some degree, so uh but that was kind of my goal was with haunted was to be a very specific spooky kind of haunted or scary album. Gotcha. So check it out. If you haven't, you haven't checked, heard it, right? I don't think so. I've heard something recent, but it, you know, I'll like to send you a link. I, I put it, it's on YouTube too. I think some of it. Oh yeah. I was watching some of your YouTube stuff too. Um, Specifically, I can't really remember, but it was like one video of like a chick. I think like that was the thumbnail. And oh yeah, that's it, uh, I put out an album called uh, Dream a Liminal Dream Pool, uh, and so it was music that's like kind of has an underwater theme. I don't know nice. weirdness, you know. Probably have to use some of that when I. Add Nessie into my games. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you can use any uh, of the stuff I got. Damn right I can. Kind yeah. Of. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, I, I, I even I made that, that offer to I've you, I've got too. a bunch of albums coming out still that I haven't put out. I mean, I've got like 10 different albums sitting on my hard drive waiting to go out, you know, where I just haven't finished them. Or they're, they're, they're a track or two short, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how do people find it? on Brain Blister and on your YouTube? So what yeah, are, Brain Bl- if they go to uh, my Bandcamp Brain Blister Records site, they can hear my music. And C9C stuff is there too, Church of the Nine Candles. 
the music's there and other bands. Um, and then what's your YouTube handle or page? Uh, it's just my per. I just think I just have it. My personal. I, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, <thanks. laughs> it's like oh, some some help. I am right. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Gauge. Just uh, look up. Uh, Ken Gage. Ken Gage, maybe. Or yeah. Church of the Night maybe, Candles, maybe, yeah. or, uh, or Church of the Night Candles, or Castle uh, on the Moon, yeah. um, Giant Size Dracula. There you go, Giant Size Dracula yeah. with George Phillips. You're all over the goddamn place. And then, uh, Shockwaves and uh, Shrunken Heads. You can find that on archive internetarchive.com under Ken Gage. Or, yep. or Mixcloud Facebook. or wherever. Some of it's on YouTube, I think. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. You need to do another one. Just do a side one that you can just upload to somewhere. You, oh, oh yeah, I think I even mentioned that on the last show we did, that if you want to put some of your shows up on the retro 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 uh, podbean site you feel you're free to do that because i'm gonna possibly upload um some of the old alakazam episodes and the sentinels of liberty the captain america podcast that dr needle love did oh okay so it's, i'm gonna turn retro 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 into a kind of a hub for all the stuff that other stuff me and the retro 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 crew have done so Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I know. I'll have to send you stuff. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Check us all out. Um, if you if you want, you can send us stuff too, because you know that's always fun. If you listen to the show, you kind of know our interests. <laughs> boobs and Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. boobs are, are, I mean, our interests are all over there, <laughs> all over the place. So, I, I picked up two. Let me just plug real quick. Yeah. I picked up two art books recently from a guy I know, Mark Castavi, the artist. Who, uh, did, did, we, did we talk about him before today? No, I, you know, I, I talked personally about him, but yeah. I don't know on the show if we did. Yeah, let the let the audience know who this Joker is. So Mark, I mean, Mark Castavi's a, a famous artist from the '80s. He's done some album covers for like. Mm-hmm. Guns and Roses, he did the Use Your Illusion album cover artwork, but uh, he's got this really cool art style that, that I, I like, and I recently picked up two of his older books from the 80s, and uh, one's called Sadness Because the Video Rental Store Was Closed, <laughs> Marcus Davi, and that's just a cool collection of his art, his early art, uh, and then uh, how, wait, another how- art. How long, ago, huh? how long ago did that come out? Uh, that book came out in the 80s. You see, you see, it's appropriate for me to talk about Mark Kostavi here because I feel like this is your 80s show. Here we're talking <laughs> about the 80s, 80s from the 80s. So. Huh? It's always 80s. It's retro, retro, retro. Is that, yeah, you know, retro, retro. It's always 80s stuff we're doing. Uh, I need this book. I'm looking for the copyright date on it here. But I guess what I was getting at is like it's kind of foreshadowing to present day, because a lot of us are sad that the video stores have closed. Right? Yeah, that that, that the rental stores closed. This book came out uh, nineteen eighty-eight. Was this one? Good year. Um, yeah. Speaking of, like, you hear all that stuff about Walmart not having, or I don't know, Walmart yet, but Best Buy is eliminating their physical media. 
I've heard, yeah, I did hear that, and I found that really weird. Like, yeah, wow, this one signed. Kastabi signed this. And the other book I got is called Conversations with Kastabi, but it's not really conversations. It's just a book of art. <laughs> it's uh, and that's from 1996. Nice. Yeah, so I'm definitely like, gonna look into that Amazon thing because I've been, I don't know. Oh, I think I mentioned it to you, but like for my book, because I don't like to describe myself at all or like talk about myself. So I want other people to do it and like, and I want mm-hmm. the people that know me the best or know me at least something. So need a lot. Oh yeah. Them. If you're doing a book, I'll, 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 I'll write up anything for you or yeah. talk to you up. Yeah. Cause you're or introduce you or your artwork. Yeah, because I, I chose you, Needlelove, and my friend MTK, because I feel like you, especially you, because you know, like, these things, and, like, you're interested in my art, so, and I, and I know mm-hmm. you're articulate about these kind of things, so. And you're one of my favorite people, so, there you go. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a, I like artists, so. I just like good ones, though, not you. <laughs> no, you are a very good artist, and uh, thank you. I th- you need to create more art. I know and more stuff out there. I know. You I said know. I'm working on it. <laughs> have you thought of this? Um, have you gone to the the Saatchi art site and uploaded any of your artwork there? You can um, not just sell original stuff, but you can sell prints. And uh, Jicle prints and all that there. Can I sell the... Where they, where they do it automatically for prints? you. Where you just put a high-res image up of your art and they'll, and then people can buy it and they'll send you the money. You know? We'll see. Send me a link. <laughs> Man, we have oh, I know. I'll send you a link. Because Sachi's a site I've been thinking, you know, I have my art stuff at Zazzle, but I've been thinking of, I just put up some photography stuff up there too and speaking of today's show for example i um you know i like i like taking pictures at like shopping malls Mm -hmm. that have like neon signs and weird stuff that and i'll take pictures of that and then uh, maybe someday i'll put out a photography book of that stuff but uh i took i was at um uh, a a cinema theater and i took a I, i went and saw the movie godzilla recently oh uh minus one yeah the latest one yeah and i I, it was it was a pretty decent movie and i i took a picture of the uh the neon a neon palm tree decoration that was in the theater and it was really cool looking i thought so it it turned out into a really nice image so i i sell it on my zazzle shop as a as a photograph but uh Mm -hmm. um but i've been thinking of selling art on sachi too so do uh so what's your zazzle is it- so uh, Zazzle's called Zazzle Brain Blister. Okay. It's it's in my brain. Blister. And I sell C9C stuff there, too, like prints of our, you know, like an album cover of what, you know. Yeah, our- yeah I remember um, you sent me a picture of, like, leggings. And- yeah, I did leggings of, you, of your art from, uh, from Space Warp, mm-hmm. from the Church of the Nine Candles Space Warp album. I just thought that would be funny because that's a product. That's the cool thing about Zazzle is you can, they have all these products. Like you can do Whammo branded Frisbees. So I mm-hmm. thought, well, I, I should put out a C9C Frisbee. Why not? You know, oh, you yeah. can do it. 
And yeah, ladies out there or gentlemen, you if you want to buy these leggings for your ladies, who wouldn't want to <laughs> see my artwork on some nice butts? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The whole world needs yeah. that. So. All right. So signing off. This has been Raven J. Three-time loser and he's sentenced to the chair, but he's still got a boner. <laughs> and Ken Gage. <laughs> See you later. Talk about your heart falling mm-hmm. out of your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Good night.